gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of the Finger Guns podcast, where we break down Gamescom Opening Night Live 2022. My name is Roscoe. How are you doing? I am joined by Tom Woods. Hello. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to talk about this show. Yeah, aren't we excited about to talk about this show? <laughs> Joshua Thompson. Hello. How are you doing, Captain? Yes, I'm good. Thank you. Yourself? Very well, thank you. Excited to talk video gameses. Yes, for sure. So many video gameses. Um, with a return to the podcast, Mr. Toby Anderson. Hello. Hello, bud. How are you? It's been so long. I, I know, absolutely. I, if I'm, I'm listening to Tom and uh, Josh's uh, tone there, and I think I'm going to be the voice of positivity. Oh, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> that's what I like to hear. Also, Toby manifested this podcast, and I, I had no intention of doing I that. Did. But here it is. <laughs> here it is. Thank you. And... I'm, I'm really glad it is on. I'm, I'm, I couldn't have made it tomorrow. No, it's, uh, it's, it's all good. And, of course, the almighty, the FGG. The FFG, gotta keep getting that wrong. Sean Davies, hello, hello, mate. Oh man, I, we haven't done a podcast together for so long. I know, I know. I, I genuinely uh, feel a bit choked up in listening to your voice. Oh, it's, it's like we can have a conversation. Like yeah, we we haven't ever <laughs> we, we 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 haven't talked for so long. That's so weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> our, our curse of not playing together extended to not doing a podcast together. I was yeah. on whenever you weren't, and then here we are together. Well, oh. excellent. It's perfect. Uh, right, what we're going to do is we are going to go through every single announcement from uh, opening that live. Some of them may be quick, some of them may be long, depending on our particular feelings about it. So if you if you have a game that you're really excited for and we go, no, we've got nothing to say about that, I'm very, very sorry. But, you know, there was a lot of stuff and we need to get through it as quickly as we possibly can. So one, we can all go to bed because, you know, sleep. And it is quite late when we're recording. And number two, the podcast doesn't last for 12 hours. So that's how we're going to do it. Um, we're going to begin at the very, very top with Everywhere, which is a brand new open world racing, shooting, action, RPG, puzzle strategy game. I don't really understand what this is. Um, anybody want to talk about Everywhere? I'll start yeah. us off. <laughs> oh, no, go for it, Sean. News go first. I, I, I was just going to say, I don't know if you guys hear that game called Crater, uh, which is something that came out on Stadia. Uh, which was a very similar concept. You just basically, it's a game maker where you just, you, they give you the tools and like lots of sandboxy stuff to go and make your own thing. Um, this just seems like a more polished version of that. Well, that's cool. I'm excited. Is it a game maker? Do you make your own planets? Yeah. So basically, I mean, if, if it is what I believe it is looking at the website, it's basically, you know, they, they've created much like a, a large world for you to play around in, but actually, Part of the part of the experience is you creating the experience as you go. So, like obviously, you saw the 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 driving and you saw the sports and the parkour and all that kind of stuff that was going on in the trailer. But then, obviously, at the end, they had that like horror section. And I do feel like it's probably just a really spruced up version of Crater, which is you know it's just a game making game. It's like Dreams, but via the lens of Fortnite. So, yeah, it's cool. It looked almost a bit like No Man's Sky via Dreams. Yes. To me. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, Crater was very Fortnite-y. This was less Fortnite-y. You are right. It was more No Man's Sky-y. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. It looks cool. 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 Uh, Tom, you got anything to add? 
there was a bit at the end of it where it looked like there was maybe some sort of plot to it. Like there was someone on a spaceship and the ship was crashing. Yeah, suddenly a main character appeared, didn't he? Yeah, and it was also like much higher polished visuals. Like everything in the little segments they showed did look very Fortnite-y. That looked like it was something else. Like maybe there's a um, an overarching plot to why you're doing this stuff. I don't know. Like that's baseless speculation, but it looked noticeably higher fidelity than the little bits that they were showing. Of I think the he's worlds. a. I think he's a bit like a Django Fett. Like his face is going to be everywhere. All of the people are clones of that guy's face. That's my theory. You could say everywhere. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. He's just going to be everywhere. There I'm right in thinking is. there's a game called Everything, isn't there? There is, yes. Yeah. It's... So all we need now is a game called All at Once. And we've yep. got you can string trilogy. them together. <laughs> yeah. Great trilogy. Uh, Josh, you got anything? Uh, just that I'm a little bit cautiously optimistic about it, on it being maybe over-promising and under-delivering. Um, but other than that, it looks like it could be fun if it's what Sean kind of has assumed it could be. Mm. These games tend to kind of hit and miss, don't they? I mean, if you remember things like, uh, what was it on Xbox? Was it Spore? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, well Spore was PC. I don't think they ever came to a console, did it? Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was the, it was the, uh, it was the big thing from the guy who created The Sims. Where mm. it was like, yeah, 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 that, that did not live up to what I think they sold it as. This gives me metaverse vibes. That's exactly what I thought we were going they, to at the very beginning. They talked about it like Mark Zuckerberg talks about the metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> which was sort of a red flag. Like until until we really know what it is, I don't I'm not, I don't really care because I don't know what it is yet. You know, it's like it's really difficult to for sure to for get sure. into something if you don't actually know what it is. There's gonna be a lot of that tonight, I think. Can, can, let, let me go through the information that's just dropped, okay? So everywhere is the real-life Ready Player One. It's an open-world AAA game. It's a multiplayer experience. It's a multi-chapter epic narrative. It has user-generated content in a virtual sandbox. Players can create their own worlds, and it has deep social and streaming interactions. Doesn't sound like there's any F- NFTs or blockchain involved. Yeah, that yet. that was a worry as well. I, I, it looked like it was sort of crypto esque <laughs> when they were talking about it. Um, I mean, the multi part narrative that to me is what that higher produced stuff at the end of that trailer probably is. Uh, they they seem to be biting off a lot there, you know, like <laughs> just a little bit. They're trying to make it everything. Uh, everywhere, everywhere all yeah, at once, once. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna see more of it obviously next year we'll probably get an actual breakdown Indeed. of what the fuck you do yeah i'm um, gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sign up for the beta and see what on earth is going on i think a live the only you way know, to truly a, understand a, it a live ready player one is a pretty cool concept though you know you could go from world to world to world with your same avatars and things and mm. if they can do that that, that's what they keep talking about with the blockchain and stuff, isn't it? But if it's yeah. not, if it's not other people's IPs, then it's, and it's all within everywhere, then it's it's not really achieving that blockchain ideal anyway. 
the blockchain ideal is never going to happen anyway. But that's a whole other conversation. They keep saying, they keep saying it's not possible anyway. Yeah, we, haven't got time. we haven't got yeah. time to get no, into blockchain. We haven't. <laughs> oh, genuinely haven't. Let's just uh, say, ugh. Yeah, not a fan. All the power to... Uh, let's crack on with Dune. Dune Awakening, an open-world survival MMO coming very soon, or not soon at all, to consoles. Anyone seen the film? Anyone excited for this? I watched Dune. Dune was good. I'm very excited for the next part. This looks like it's in the vein of the movie in terms of like how it looks. It's that's the worm from the movie. That's the suit from the movie. Um, it's the font. <laughs> it's, it's. I love. I love when the font is there. Otherwise, yeah. Oh, you'd be screwed. It's, it's the most important part. It it's being made by Funcom. They do Conan Exiles. And this is billed as an open-world survival MMO, so I'm going to assume there's a little bit of that DNA in it. They're, but it was a CG trailer as will well. There, will there be a penis editor in Dune Awakening? Yeah. Dick slider, yay or nay. <laughs> yeah. Because that, just... that was my long overriding memory of Conan Exiles. Sandworm. Mm. Sandworm extender. Sandworm yeah. extender, <laughs> exactly that, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Sean, you into Dune Awakening? Um, I, you know my feelings on CGI trailers. Uh, looks cool, um, fits the aesthetic that they're going for. But until like we can be wowed by that as much as they want, but until they actually share the game playing, then I think we've got to kind of have cautious optimism around whatever that is going to be. Yeah, for sure. Um, Dune is obviously a massive property right now, um, so I'm sure it's hitting uh, the right notes. Toby. I love Dune. Cool. I like the book, though. It, it was the book that I, I read that book. It's one of the first ever science fiction books I ever read in my entire life. So it was a bit, what's the word? Like it was a very forming of what you like in science fiction and things. Yeah. And the film's pretty awesome. So this could be awesome, but MMO turns me right off. Uh, yes, indeed. You don't like playing with others, do you? And survival, pff, that turns me yeah. off even more. I don't like playing with others. I play better on my own. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Joshua, do the awakening. Yeah, I just if it's not an, uh, a free to play and it's like a paid for title, I feel like those games tend to go down a little bit better overall in terms of the quality when it comes to a, an MMO. So, fingers crossed, it's more of that side. I think, like what Tom said uh, with Conan Exiles, there is a bit of a cult following for that game. Um, they listened to player feedback and they worked on it and people ended up quite liking it. So hopefully this has that same sort of treatment. Sweet. Yep, indeed. Well, hopefully we'll find more about it uh, very, very soon. Um, up next, PlayStation were at Gamescom to reveal the PlayStation Edge wireless controller, essentially a pro controller for the PS5. Uh, Sean Davies, what do you reckon? What the thing? fuck is Sony doing? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it wasn't too long ago we were going, oh, fucking Xbox turning up another event announcing six different controller colours. <laughs> and now Sony are like, here's a controller with new buttons. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be awesome for those people that really want a flashy controller. But it just feels like the wrong the wrong forum to be announcing these things on, the wrong platform. Um, although well, this, for whatever reason, got one of the biggest cheers of the night from the crowd, the live crowd. It's... What was he? Uh, uh, OLI or whatever it was. ONI. 
you know, Jeff Keeley's ONL, sorry, yeah. Um, so uh, I'm sure this has got a, a market. I'm not it. And Sony, come on, get your shit together. Indeed. I like it when they're like Jeff Keeley said, we went to PlayStation and they gave us a trailer for a controller. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff. I think they're taking the piss. Absolutely <laughs> taking the piss, yeah. That's what I thought when it came up. I was like, what? A controller? <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> of all the studios they have. Yeah, have a controller. There we go. Um, are you a pro controller person, Toby? No, I don't think I've ever bought one. Um, and I don't need to customise buttons and do all that kind of shit. But I do imagine it's lots of fun for if you want to do accessibility and you want to change your controller to be you know one-handed and things like that so for an accessibility perspective it's it's probably a pretty cool thing um but no i don't think i need it personally yeah. uh josh yeah i think um xbox kind of was ahead of the curve with the elite controller um and i think a lot of playstation people kind of had fomo of like the back pedals and stuff like that um it is, I tried the PlayStation 4 back button adapter and that was a big game changer for like uh, competitive multiplayer games and even just like general games that I was playing using those two back buttons. It's, it's hard to get uh, used to at first, but once, you, once you're into it, like you would never want to go back. Like it is a, such a good way of playing a game. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can imagine so. It's not something I've ever really thought about is getting pro controllers but um i suppose for those who generally need it you play competitively that kind of thing is very important just having the jump button on the back whilst you can aim and stuff like that you know your fortnite your fortnite abilities would skyrocket for oh sure my God. okay <laughs> sold fine i'll get five god damn it uh tom uh yeah this was a something wasn't it um i that he's he mentioned go check out the playstation blog because there's a post about it. So it did. There is no release date, no price for this yet at all, which is weird. Um, I think those two little nubs at the bottom are ugly as hell. Um, and one of the selling points was replaceable thumbsticks. Like they're going to sell thumbsticks separately for this controller. But mm. I think they're, they're just replacement ones. They're not functionally different. Which to me is just like, so you know, there's a problem with your thumbsticks. Like there's drift issues. There's because no. that is that is an issue. I've got it on my dual sense right now, very slightly. I, 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 believe, never... I believe it's it's a change in length of the thumbstick. Uh, they they said they come with changeable caps on the end. There's a high. So is this a thumbstick extender, just like a y- yeah stick slider? Yeah. But, <laughs> but they also said my stick's in, longer than yours. Sorry, <laughs> my thumbstick. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the longest? Who stick calls it a thumbstick? I mean, that's just weird. Um, they said in the blog post that they're replaceable, which is like if they wear out, I guess, because of all the pro gaming you're gonna do with it. Um, but that to me just sounds like they know there's like an issue with it. It's a great and, selling point, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You're programming so much yeah. that these things are replaceable. You can, <laughs> you can fix more it without buying an entire new controller. Right. <laughs> just this little nod, knob bit that's probably going to cost like 20 quid per stick. But, but there's no price info on it at all. Context an Xbox Elite controller is about 160 quid. Yeah, yeah, they're pricey. So you could think maybe around a similar mark. This doesn't look anywhere near as premium, though. I mean, me. the the jargon that they're using, it's 
pretty much exactly the way that the Xbox Elite control works like, with the it, interchangeable buttons, the sticks, all that. Like they like gamers trademark love mm-hmm. that sort of customization of it all. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, it really doesn't look as slick as the Elite no. 2, that's for sure. It, it kind of looks like, I don't know why, but in the YouTube thumbnail that's on the Finger Guns listing, um, it looks very shiny, which makes it look cheap to me. I don't know mm. why shiny plastics always give me like a cheap vibe. I, I, I prefer things that are matte. That's just preference, but I don't know. It just It looks like a regular controller with two horrible little ugly nubs underneath each stick. Um, they said they're for like programming on the fly what I think your back paddles do, which is a nice feature. But like, why is it on the front of the controller? <laughs> like, I've I've got like a switch controller that has programmable back buttons, and the buttons for that are like out of the way. They're not right there. I I just, I just think it looks kind of ugly, and it's probably going to be overpriced for what it is. Like one of the premium offerings is that it comes with a braided USB-C cable. Ooh. Well, I can beat nine-year-old kids on Fortnite quicker. This is true. You know what I mean? You gotta look at the positives in this, in, in yeah. this situation. You'll, you will make your money back. Oh, oh for sure. Griff oh, some Fortnite kids. I sure will. Um, Tom just mentioned there as well, the trailers are up on fingerguns.net right now. Every single trailer from the show, thanks to our Mighty Sean Davies. Um, all of the traders from the show are currently on the website, so go and check them out if you missed anything. Uh, right then, let's move on to the Callisto Protocol, which is a game that a lot of the finger guns are very, very excited about. Um, I'm not included in that, but I know people are hyped for this one. Uh, Toby, how was that trailer for you? Yeah, cool. Um, the game has been on the top of my wish list since it was announced. Um, it's nice to see more and more stuff. I think actually this this stuff looked like they'd thrown it together a bit quicker than maybe some of the other stuff. It was a bit less polished, which is slightly concerning because the game's out very, very shortly. But it, the gameplay looked really great. The gore looks just insane. The level of you know enemies ripping parts off themselves and then turning into different enemies. And I, I don't know whether he was dead at the end or whether that was implying that he could do some kind of thing to him to his body as well. It was... It was pretty cool overall. It's 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 had good showings. I think every time it's been shown, I think it's a amazing spiritual successor to Dead Space that I want in my hands right now. I want to play it. Just got an email about Dead Island too. Dibs. Ah, sorry guys, <laughs> you're jumping ahead there, man. Sorry guys, that's mine. Uh, um, uh, Sean, how you feel about Clister Protocol? I'm excited. I, I, I've never told you about this game, so. Tell me. I'm, I'm excited. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I've I've always, whenever I've listened to the podcast, I've always had kind of a a, a, a different perspective. I've always thought it looked a bit ropey. Uh, I think some of the gunplay up until now has looked a bit stiff and I didn't like the recoil and stuff. This, for me, was the best it's looked. And this has, has put it in a, I will now buy this on December the 3rd or whatever it is, rather than I will wait for the reviews. Because now mm. I feel like I have I have jumped the shark on my expectations, and I am I am there with with everyone else on the hype train. It's uh, yeah, I think it, the the variety in these trailers kind of sold me, um, like the sliding down that you know the the shoot and the water effect there, and the kind of trying to avoid the obstacle. I just 
there's, there, there was a lot to these trailers. Uh, and I agree that with Toby that probably they were put together pretty quickly. But I feel like that's probably because they know they've done their job in every other trailer so far. Let's just cut a couple of sections together and chuck it in a trailer because why not? Um, and I just think it's it's going to be a pretty good game this Christmas. There's a definite chance that it'll be up there with the game of the year nominations based on what I've seen today. Mm. Very festive. Very festive. I can't wait. <laughs> We're all going to be chopping off limbs at Christmas. It's going to be great. <laughs> okay. Apart from uh, us, obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be far too busy with um, Disney Starlight Valley um, or Dreamlight Valley, whatever it's called. Um, Josh, how do you feel about Clear Protocol? Yeah, I think I'm just along board with everyone else, really, on how good it's going to hopefully be. Uh, it's one of the games that I've been looking forward to the most ever since it kind of broke away from that PUBG universe sort of thing. Um, that when I heard that, I was a bit like, I groaned, but then as soon as it was like, oh no, it's not anymore, it's kind of its own thing, I was just like, okay. And then the gameplay came out, and I was like, even more invested in it, so I'm just excited to play it in December. Awesome. Yeah, you can all tell me about it, because I definitely know about it. Uh, Tom? Have you yeah. got anything on Glister? Are you excited? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am excited. Dead Space 1 and 2 are great. I have utter faith in Glenn Schofield and his team making this. Every time he even talked, like when he talked about Dead Space a lot during that game's run-up, he was very passionate about it. The passion comes through whenever he talks about this too. Um, He's also like spoken quite in depth about like some of the technical side of stuff, like audio. And it sounds like they're doing quite a lot specifically for the next-gen versions or current-gen, I guess now, um, to make this sort of push over the edge it's 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 gonna work on previous gen but i think it's you know it's made sp- better for um current gen stuff uh i'm excited mm. he's yeah like i said he clearly is very passionate about it uh it's weird to me that this game got announced around the time that the dead space remake also got announced i feel bad for him doing it because this game looks as close that he could get to making a new dead space without making a new dead space and yeah then, I mean, and then it looks it looks full in dead space you know what i mean it looks like a yeah. more complete kind of experience yeah um but yeah i'm excited for it i'll 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 be getting it for sure um i've got faith in it nice. I, I i don't think i i don't think it shows particularly well though like none of the actual gameplay is really really like blown me away because it does look very dead space but i like dead space but it's for trailer purposes you know like playing this stuff always feels very different to trailers yeah it's um it's gonna go down well i think i think it'll i think it'll be a mid-80s metacritic kind of experience i think people are really looking forward to it and i've no doubt that the people behind it are going to make it awesome so yeah it's gonna be a great game i think this christmas for sure um, and then we got a sequel to Lords of the Fallen, which is something I wasn't expecting. Um, and it's called it The Lords of the Fallen. So they've gone the um, the DC Suicide Squad route. We just put a V at the start of a sequel. Um, Lords of the Fallen, anyone play the original? Anyone hope for this one? Tom? I haven't played the original, but uh, this got announced. They announced a sequel to The Lords of the Fallen two months after that game released. Which was in 2014. This was that meant is to, confidence. This, like this was meant to be out in 2017. We have not heard a thing about this game for a long, long time. I didn't know what it was. 
I I jumped into the stream a bit late and it landed on whatever this thing in the thumbnail is. And I thought, is this a new Shadow of Mordor type game? Because that looks like the Mouth of Sauron. Uh, <laughs> we've seen no gameplay of it, but the art direction is really, really fucking cool. Like there's a lot of really great designs. I like this big hand thing that a city is built around. It's a Souls-like, as far as I'm aware. I think Lords of the Fallen was one of the first, like, decent Souls-likes. Uh, it wasn't decent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just sold well because it was the first. Because it was the first, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I think I touched it a little bit because I'm pretty sure it was a PS Plus game. Um, it was. And I think I bounced off it pretty quick. But the art direction's real cool. Um, I'll keep an eye on it. I'm not overly hype. I'm kind of neutral. There's a lot of, it's very hard for me to get excited for CG trailers. Um, it's like the equivalent of a movie trailer coming out and it being a page of the script and some concept art. I don't know yeah. what that is yet. You know, like this is a game. I'm going to play it. Show me what it is to play it. Don't show me your vision for what it is. Show me what it is. Otherwise, yeah. why bother? This is a persistent um, argument that we have here when we cover events because. Yeah. You know, a high percentage of traders are always just CG. It's weird, so right? We can go, yeah, it's cool, but you know, don't know anything about it yet. We'll find out later. You mm -hmm. know, it's one of those. It's like they never learn from all of the responses that marketing like that pisses everybody off. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. everyone on Twitter is saying, "Well, the cinematic one didn't tell me anything." <laughs> well, so stop doing it. Then we've yeah. been doing it for like a decade and a half now of these stupid cinematic trailers. And these cost money. These are expensive. That was an expensive looking little trailer for that. I really, I really like a cinematic trailer as like the second trailer. Like show me some gameplay yeah. in the first one. And I can go, wow, that's cool. And <laughs> like, then a cinematic to tell me all about the story. Yes. Or, or here's, here's the opening CG cutscene. Yeah. You know, here's, here's like what you see. And when there's been a few that have up. done it that way around. And I'm way more happy with that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know where your game is yet. I mean, I'm assuming it's a Souls like because the first one was. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not the like Fallen it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he got in the tra in that trailer. He got presumably killed. That lantern lit up, and he came back. But yeah, what? Show us the game. <laughs> yeah, indeed. That's that's going to be, I think, a running sentiment. There was some cool, um, some cool enemy design in that trailer for sure. Yeah, yeah. The the designs were the the thing that really like grabbed me with it. Yeah. Otherwise, it is just a CG trailer. <laughs> a CG trailer. Come on, guys. Um, anyone else on Lords of the Fallen? I just wanted to add that I have a Lords of the Fallen T-shirt that I won at Gamescom when I went. The T-shirt was awarded for finishing the demo. And I was one of two people for the entire weekend that did get the T-shirt. Wow. Um, and the reason why that is, is because this this was the, the first Souls-like that tried to do Dark Souls and kind of just made it hard on purpose. And, you know, Dark Souls has progressed, you know, Souls-likes in general have progressed so far since that point now, where people actually get what a Souls-like should be, that it's going to be really interesting to see what this comes out like. And I'm genuinely interested to see if they, what this turns out like, because this might be one of the few examples of like a development hell, because if I'm, if I remember rightly, this has been through three developers at this point, um, where, where, what, what it comes out looking like. I'm genuinely intrigued to see what mm. this, this turns out like, because I don't think I've, I've known a game go through three studios and come out okay, <laughs> but you know, we'll see. <laughs> Dead Island 2 looks good. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's two. We're on two for, for Dead Island. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, all right, then let's move on to um, Moving Out Two, which is bizarrely the sequel to Moving Out. Um, they're pushing online play on this one. That seems to be the main focus on the sequel. Uh, Moving Out was a lot of fun. I remember reviewing it uh, years ago. And um, it was a great co-op game. We had a good laugh playing it. And so online components for the sequel, great stuff. Going to be fun. Um, anyone got anything on Moving Out to? Jimmy. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think this has got Game Pass written all over it, doesn't it, really? Yeah, it certainly looks that way, yeah. You know, it'll, it'll come to a service and we'll all be really happy and play it together. We'll see that, one, that will never happen, but I mean, oh. you know, we'll have good intentions to do that. We will have the intention. That's that's the important thing. Um, right, no one's got nothing on that, so let's move on to Hogwarts Legacy, which is now coming out on February the third. I think it was uh, twenty twenty three, February tenth. Actually, I think it was. And uh, yep, you can pre-order it now. Deluxe editions, all that shiny stuff. Seventy two hours access um this trailer focused more on the dark arts and the unforgivable curses the more kind of like bleaker side of the harry potter world and um yeah it still looks a little rough around the edges some of the some of the kind of lip syncing dialogue wasn't all that great but hey that's why it's been delayed and that's why you know there's a little bit of a wait um i don't think i've asked you sean how are you feeling about hogwarts legacy i am i think we had this kind of debate in our slack recently around divorcing art from artist and yeah i'm i you know i i have two dogs named after harry potter characters um i'm currently wearing a harry potter t-shirt but my my love for the books and its creator are very different these days so um i'm i'm excited for the game because i think you know if this came out five or six years ago i would have been literally like this is the game of the year it's gonna be fucking brilliant i can't wait now I mean, I don't want to get into that debate on this podcast, but I mean, I I have conflicted feelings around the whole, you know. No, of course, yeah. J.K. Rowling, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I the game itself, I, I I am excited for, um, because I think it looks I think it looks a lot better than a lot of people are saying it's going to look better, you know. People, you know, saying about how the magic spells are going to sound annoying when you're using them if they say them all the time. And I'm like, have you ever heard of gun noise? Like every shotgun in Doom sounds the same when we don't say the Doom and shotguns annoying. I think <laughs> the person who said that was one Toby Anderson and that's Slack. Yes. <laughs> was it me? Yeah, oh. it was he. <laughs> I'd, I've been playing Xenoblade recently and every single art that you use is shouted the name of the art all the way through. And I'm, it hasn't bothered me that much. Well, there I think you go. I'll be all right. <laughs> um, I'm I'm excited. This trailer got me excited. I will pre-order because like that, you know, the, the content that they were pitching is like the deluxe edition is right up my alley. Um uh, but like I say, um I feel the, the the whole fucking thing is soured for me. Um I just you know yeah, if, some, if somebody from Warner Brothers came out and said JK Rowling is no longer attached to this and we won't pay her a penny, then I would be you know, much more into, and then, you know, and then people will probably get pissed off at this podcast about it, but um, that's my feelings. Sorry. No, no need to be sorry at all. It's, um, it's definitely a conflicting thing that we've had discussions about on the pod a couple of times. Uh, Tom, the winner of our Harry Potter quiz at the weekend. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
by a large margin, I should yeah. say. <laughs> um, that was all like ancient knowledge that awoke in my brain. <laughs> How are you feeling about Hogwarts Legacy after that new trailer? <sighs> I, I, I kind of tuned out, to be honest. There, there wasn't everything they've shown of the game hasn't done anything for me because it kind of looks generic in its design. It's very pretty, like like lots of particle effects. Spells look nice. It's gonna have a fucking monster budget. But yeah, I'm, I'm just I've got no I've got nothing on it, you know, like it nothing has really grabbed me about it in particular. And I'm I'm someone that used to have a lot of love for Harry Potter, more so just like I just sort of stopped watching stuff, reading it, you know. I never I never read the last book. Um so I kind of fell out of it a lot earlier. And obviously there's the unpleasantness that is around it now. Um, I'm, I'm glad it exists for people that are excited for it. But I don't think I'm going to get it. At this stage anyway. Like right. nothing, nothing has blown me away. Uh, Josh, where are you on Hogwarts Legacy? Are you a Harry Potter fan? Um, I think I follow everyone else's sentiment really about it um, in terms of kind of the IP. I just hope that the game does okay in, by the end of it for all the people that have spent years working on it, to be honest. Um, and, you know, <laughs> having like a PR nightmare almost every time JK Rowling tweets for the game, uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's got to be stressful. But And I hope that stress will be worth it in the end. To be fair, this trailer itself actually kind of made me more interested in it than I have been prior. Um, I think just because of the whole dark art stuff was actually quite interesting. Um, it still leaves me with more questions than answers as to how it's going to play out. Like they were kind of making choices in that game. Like do those choices lead to the result of the quest or the result of your story? Um, these two characters we've seen pop up a few times. Are they um, supposed to be us the player or are they the characters that we are going to follow so yeah i'm not too sure but it looks all right it looks decent i think it's a guarantee that this thing is going to do gangbusters regardless of um people's opinions on the current state of the ip i think this thing is going to absolutely explode next year do you think yeah. i think i feel like there's a I lot really of space do. i think there's a big space where there's a lot of negativity behind it which for sure. I mean, it's currently like in like the hardcore gamer space where we watch trailers whenever they're released. But the casual yeah. person that will see an advert for this, yeah, for in sure. between Coronation yeah. Street, you know, are going to go, "Oh, look, a Harry Potter game," you know, yeah. and you know that's where the sales are going to be. Yeah. To be fair, this could look like average it would be people. like the, the first the average Yeah. <laughs> this could be like the first third party title that will get people buying the next gen consoles, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good shout. We shall see. Um, Hogwarts Legacy next February, or this February, I could say. Um, right then, following that, we had our first trailer for New Tales from the Borderlands, which is coming very, very soon. October, I think it was. Um, not too far away at all. Um, anyone get hyped for the New Tales from the Borderlands? Sean Davis. Oh, yeah. This is the first trailer that got me excited. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you really didn't have a good time with us, did you? <laughs> nah, it's been a bad show. <laughs> um, I, 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 I believe that both me, myself, and yourself enjoyed the original Tales from the Borderlands a lot. 
uh, enough to name a website after a particular scene in Indeed. it. <laughs> it is a 10 out of 10 experience and one that we will, will forever be synonymous with now. So, I mean, for when they said they brought back some of the original creators and the storytellers and that they were making it, and then I saw the art style and they brought it more in line with the more, you know, with the more recent Borderlands games. Yeah. Um, just fucking hyped, man. And like, I didn't really get enough humor out of the trailer. Um, and I think I'm, I'm glad that they've kind of toned down the psychos, you know, the, the stuff that usually wrinkles people's noses. Um, when, when they play a Borderlands games, that doesn't seem to be in the trailer at all. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just hyped, man. I'm just happy that the series continues because this was one of the best things to, to come out of Telltale. And, um, you know, to have some of those original talent back to, to do a sequel is is great. Yep. And I'm really glad they just, the, the, the name was just New Tales from the Borderlands. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it gives it a fresh start, I suppose, because none of the original characters are here. You know, we haven't got Reese, we haven't got um, anyone really at all. The girls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's it. It's just uh, it's just an entire new story in the Borderlands world. Um, did they mention it being episodic or is it just one big game? I, it didn't say. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it might be just one big game, which okay. I, I feel like um, is okay. I think, you know. Yeah, happy with that. Life, Life is Strange proved that, that that was a good shift to go from episodic to solid game with True Colors. So why not do it with this? Indeed. Uh, yeah, the original Tales of the Borderlands is a 10 out of 10 experience. And if you didn't know, Finger Guns comes from the Finger Gun shootout scene in Tales of the Borderlands. So there you go. Um, anyone else hyped for this one? No, I think no? I'm hyped for other people. Tum- tumbleweed. Um, <laughs> I think I'm hyped for other people because, like Sean said, I've heard that it's like the best Telltale outside of kind of the initial Walking Dead uh, games that they did. So, yeah, looks okay. I've never been a Borderlands fan personally. That's fine. I am. I carry the torch for Borderlands on this podcast. Yeah. I don't think it really, the the original doesn't, it's not a close resemblance to Borderlands really, is it? It's just set in the world. Yeah, it is, like, there's there's very little related to it apart from, like, the lore, so you get some of the character, like, the companies are the ones that you get in the original games, and the art style is similar, but it's not not at all like the actual Borderlands games. The humor's better in Tales of the Borderlands than it is in the original Borderlands games. Sure is. It sure is. And obviously the main connections are Handsome Jack, really, aren't they? And not much else. Yeah. Really. Uh, Tom, I see you've been unmuted for a while, sorry. Yeah. Um, I haven't played Tales from Borderlands, but I know that a lot of people here love it because I did listen to the Favourite Games podcast, and I know a lot of people, I think like at least two, had this on there, um, or the original Tales from the Borderlands. I very much like the gameplay of the main Borderlands franchise, but I don't love the writing from two onwards. Borderlands 1 had a lot of a darker tone to its humor. Borderlands 2 onward felt very uh, lol so random, that type of vein of humor that was very popular in the internet at the time. And it never got out, it never got past that. Like I own Borderlands 3, but I've barely played it because the writing kind of makes me cringe. But I know. That Tales from the Borderlands is written somewhat differently. And I know that a lot of people like it, even when they don't like the writing of the mainline games. So 
I have always meant to check it out. I'm pretty sure I own it because it was on PS Plus at one point. I don't own it, but I've got it on my PS Plus library. Um, I do intend to play it. I've got no stake in this new one, but I'm glad it exists. Um, although I think more Tales from the Borderlands would have been a better name. N- new gives me that like new 3DS vibe of like, what is this, you know? It's it, I, I get the feeling that it's it's like the search engine optimization. Right, yeah, so, SEO. So, <laughs> so so like if, if you were to do download, mm-hmm. so like if you were to search for the new tales from the borderlands, yeah, that's that's you're gonna, it. You're it, just yeah. gonna land straight on that. God, oh fuck. I, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. So much of titles nowadays is gonna be for SEO. And let me tell you, putting together a trailer post makes you realize how good some of the SEO like titles mm-hmm. are. Like some of the games we're going to talk about later were impossible to find even on YouTube from their official accounts. Like sort your name, the games. Amazing. Out, <laughs> anyway, I feel sorry. like the type the typeface that they've used on it makes it look to me like Tales from the New Borderlands. Okay. Oh you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Because you'd read the yellow. New and Borderlands are in the same yeah. type. So yeah. It looks like Tales from the New Borderlands. I get what you mean. I thought we might see a trailer for the movie, which we haven't seen yet. Same. Um, I figured that might have cropped up in between this and the next game, but it didn't. Um, I'm a little bit curious about the movie, to be honest. It's got a lot of people in it that I like. I reckon we'll see that at the Game Awards. Yeah, that's sure. a shout. They did mention that that's the same. Yeah, this will they? come out, present an award. Probably. Potentially They'll be standing in up front of a Pokemon car. And <laughs> no, I'm going to call it now. They're going to have CG Claptrap with Jack Black's voice. From it, yes. they're not going to get anyone on stage, but they'll have a claptrap like hologram or some shit. I'm ready. I'd love Thank for you. them to, to have claptrap try to get up on a stage with stairs, <laughs> just have your wheel up to the <laughs> stairs. Man. No, <laughs> anyway, sorry, very good. Keely, make it happen. Um, all right, then we got to look at some DLC for Dying Light 2, um, the first batch of DLC, I believe, uh, called Blood Ties, which looks like a very different beast to what Dying Light 2 is. Uh, Dying Light 2 is very serious and very stroppy. And this looks like a whole lot of fun. Um, has anyone been playing Dying Light 2 and are going to gonna get some DLC? I've not. I intend to, though, because it's, it looks very cool and your review was very good. Ah, uh, yeah, good old Dying Light 2. Yeah, um, I'm not going to get this. Um, my, uh, my my time with that game is done, I think. It, it's it's just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know why I was in that state of mind, but it's just it's too mopey for me. But this does look like, like I said, it does look like a bit of a uh, adrenaline injection to Dying Light 2, which it sorely needs. So, uh, yeah, maybe it'll be fun. It, it's interesting that, you know, obviously with the first Dying Light, what, what, we, what we got at the start was, was very different from what it ended up being like 10 years later because they yeah. supported it for so long. Uh, this is the first sign that that might be the same with Dying Light 2, having a lot of different DLCs, you know, they, they put races and all kinds of stuff in the first one, didn't they? Yeah, dune buggies yeah. and stuff. So this this might be the first sign that they're going to diversify with dying light too, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All uh, right, then let's move on to Tortuga, a pirate's tale, which uh, doesn't look like my kind of jam at all. But Josh Thompson, are you feeling Tortuga? I think nothing of it. <laughs> to be honest, I think we've got a bit too many uh, pirate games coming out right now. All two of them. Well, you got Skull and Bones, you got Tortuga, you got uh, what's the one that's on Xbox that constantly gets updated? Uh, sea of Th- Sea of Thieves. Thieves. 
Yeah, so Sea of Thieves, I think, is kind of the one that's everyone's following, and no one's going to go and think about these ones. Yeah, it was kind of a trailer that was was like what twenty seconds long. It was kind of in and out. I don't think it made much of an impact. No, uh, I thought it went to ads really? at that point. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, Sean, bring some positivity into Tortuga. I'll try it. It looks more like a strategic game compared to everything else that's out there on the pirate landscape on on the seven seas. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's from Calypso. They've got a good pedigree doing strategy strategy game strategy strategy games. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll give it a try. Um, this this was one of those trailers that kind of like I looked up, saw the name, wrote it down on my post, looked up again, and the trailer had ended. So I was like, oh, oh, okay. Uh, cool. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> so, bit, bit of a shame, but you know, uh, we'll see, won't we? It's yeah, indeed. Give it a try. Uh, Toby, you got any thoughts on Tortuga, a pirate steel? Uh, this looks like a really boring version of um, Skull and Bones. Yes, really boring yes, and dull <laughs> gameplay version of Skull and Bones. <laughs> That's all I can say about it, really. I, I, like you say, blink and you miss it. They clearly didn't have enough money to buy a big trailer space, but I can't blame them. I wouldn't want to spend loads of money on big trailer space on this show either. Fair enough. Um, okay. Let's crack on then to uh, Marauders, which is coming soon to early access. Uh, I didn't get a huge amount from this. Did anybody um, get hyped for Marauders? Kind of, yeah. Cool. Um, it just it had that kind of a bare bonesy brutalish kind of style to it like the whole the mask situation that they got going on and the kind of oldie worldy guns but in a sci-fi setting um and the developer they did so they did a game called black death um which i for some reason played like 30 hours of and wasn't really enjoying it but then i looked back i was like oh, how have i played 30 hours of this and i was i must have been enjoying myself at some point um so yeah, I, you know, it it looked interesting. Team Seventeen are on publishing duty, so and they don't really pick up many dud games. So uh, we'll we'll check that out, obviously. For sure. Uh, anyone else? Dun, 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 dun. Tom. Uh, I I much like Josh said. I like its mix of like sort of what looks like World War Two era weaponry in a sci-fi shooter. Like there there's space flight elements. Uh, I'm not really sure what the gameplay loop is. Like, I don't know if this is a multiplayer thing, like co-op or etc. But it's ship to. It looks like you go from ship to a point. Get in, get out, do some sort of heist, maybe. Mm. Um, that the, the vibes of it are cool, but yeah, it was a, it was a, a whole lot of eighteen seconds of gameplay. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like not even that, because the Peggy logo and the little intro took up another three. It's about 15 seconds of what the game is. But um visually, like yeah, like the aesthetic's very nice. That mix of old and sci-fi is always cool. Mm. It's one to keep an eye on, but yeah, it's early access as well. So it's gonna have obviously room to grow. They're gonna get community feedback when it does come out. So we'll see. Indeed, indeed. Um, and then we got a not the blah, 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 start again, and then we got another look at the trailer for Destiny Two Lightfall. This was, of course, revealed before the show in the Destiny Two showcase. Um, this looks 
awesome. This is one of my highlights of the day. I think it was absolutely fantastic. Um, it looks completely different from every other Destiny 2 um, expansion pack and has encouraged me to get right back into the game. Um, has it done the same for anyone else? Tom Woods. <laughs> uh, the vibes of this looked like an entirely new game. This It's full of colour. Um, it's in what looks like an, a live city as well, which is not, as far as I'm aware, I haven't played Destiny 2 since it went free to play. Um, up to where I've played it, that hadn't ever been a thing. You know, they've got grappling hooks, they're swinging about. Again, no gameplay but I'm assuming that's representative of what you'll be able to do. Um, yeah, it's just like colorful, bright, that f- there's something in it like it bursts into a cloud of like faces or something. Mm, yeah. yeah, that that like the visuals of that didn't give me any clue that it was Destiny. I saw that you'd said uh, Lightfall looks great or something in the Slack. I assumed it was a brand new game. I didn't know that it was a Destiny thing. Um, I've not played any of the expansions. I don't really like how Destiny 2 is modeled itself or it's taking away content, but that's a whole other thing. Um, this is going to come out and then three years down the line, they're going to remove it from play. Um, just just a quick update on that. They've, they've announced today that they are not sunsetting any more content. Oh, okay. Well, fuck me then. <laughs> um, that's great because that was the grossest thing about Destiny 2. I can't fathom why people ever thought that was good. Like, there were people that would defend that, and that's awful. Like, people pay for that content, don't remove it. Yeah. <laughs> In an already free-to-play game. Yeah. Uh, that was gross. That's great news. I did not know that. That should have been part of this trailer, honestly. Because he- <laughs> hearing that makes me actively be like, oh, okay, maybe Des- Destiny 2 is cool again. <laughs> you should have watched the showcase earlier, man. I didn't I know there say. was one. <laughs> also... I'm, I've not been into Destiny for a long time, so I wouldn't have anyway, you know? Um, I would have gone Fair. into it with the the idea of, well, this stuff's going to disappear eventually. Or mm. did they did they announce ahead of time that it was been, or was it during the thing that they announced it with No More Sunsets? Uh, I believe it was during the thing. Yeah. No so More I'm, Sunsets. I, yeah. Sounds like I, another game. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a bad yeah. name in it right there. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's an upcoming trailer, isn't it? Um, but yeah, the vibes of this are really cool. Hearing that they're not sunsetting anything anymore is also great. I don't know if that means they're bringing stuff back. Um, they are, yes. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? You've maybe got me back into Destiny because that game is great. Bungie make great feeling shooters. Um, you sure do. And all of that had turned me off from it. Hearing this, great. Okay, Destiny 2. Lightfall looks great. Let's go get it. <laughs> I'm going to send you a link to a tweet which has got all the information you need. Thank you. Um, you totally converted him. It's like yeah. two minutes of <laughs> yeah. one one opinion to another there. You've, you've done Bungie's job for, for them. <laughs> Basically, the, yeah. There was a I, ton of cool stuff that was announced. I don't know why that wasn't part of this, honestly. Because I, I, I mean, I guess... Because it cost £400,000 just to post for 30 yeah. seconds. You're right. This was a one minute 41 trailer. They blew their budget. So unless, if you, but if you're not into Destiny already, right, you would have mm-hmm. you, you tuned in just like I did, thinking, well, I won't bother with the Destiny bit at the beginning. You missed all the informa- information that would have probably convinced you to go back to Destiny. But we so have, it was we exactly the bit of information they needed in this one. But, the, but that trailer was enough to get people enticed to go. That trailer was enough to make me think, 
Bungie should really make a completely different game, shouldn't they? Because they've got lots of good ideas. Oh, boring. They it's are just... making something. They've, they've got, got a new, new IP in the work. work. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Well, I want the new IP. I don't want anything else to do with Destiny ever again. <laughs> no more. It's boring. I mean, Lightboard is like such a departure, though. It looks like a completely looks, different game. And I bet so when, I, when we see some gameplay, it will be Destiny with grappling hooks. And some pink. Boring. I'm yeah. okay with we, that, though. We saw, <laughs> we saw gameplay earlier today, too. And... Oh, there was yeah. gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus sure Christ. Wow. They, they In the wrong place. They should have, at the end of this trailer, been like, go here, fucking please see the rest, please. <laughs> Okay, John's you know, going to go. Gonna, they did. They we're we're going uh, we're we're <laughs> to stop on. the podcast now, and we're going to let Tom watch the Destiny Two showcase. Yeah, okay. and then he'll come back, and we can talk all about it. <laughs> um, yeah, Destiny Two Lifeful got announced. Um, Destiny Two is obviously going to its new season, the season of plunder, uh, which has got you know new raids and new themes and new hideouts and things like that, all the usual stuff. Garni events, accommodations, loadouts, mod managers. Um, Destiny 2 is now on the Epic Games Store. The 30th anniversary pack is now free. Destiny 2 Cosmetics are in Fortnite and Fall Guys. Fortnite armor is in Destiny 2. No more expansion, sunsetting, and a free expansion week. So any expansions that you missed, you can play for free this week in Destiny 2. <gasps> there you go. Everything you need to know. Side, side note. I was looking at the uh, the logo for Lightfall. And I was like, that looks really familiar. It looks exactly like the Lightyear. font they use, they use for the Buzz Lightyear font. Yeah, yeah. exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Destiny made me smile today. I'm very oh. happy with everything they announced. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll 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 probably check out more Destiny. As soon as midnight hits, am I gonna get a ghost bat bling for my Fortnite character? You're damn fucking right. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Uh, that was gonna be my next question. Have, have you already bought the V Bucks ready? <laughs> oh mate, mate, I am you I am the V Bucks anyway. I've my <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I've had like 4,000 V-Bucks just sitting in my account <laughs> for ages just doing nothing because nothing's come out that's really actively made me want to buy anything off the store. Waiting for the but, licensed character for you. But oh my god, a ghost babbling? Yes, please. A, a sparrow glider? Yep, I'm all about that. I'm very excited. Is it Shaxx? They've got like a Shaxx skin, haven't they? They have, yeah. I can't make out what you guys are saying. Ghost bat bling. What's that? Back bling. Uh, it's a thing that you can wear on your back in front okay. <laughs> well, Get with the kids, Toby. Come on. Back Come bling. on, man. Okay. I thought it was a batarang or something, maybe. Like Get a bat with bling. the eight-year-olds. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what would have been really cool is if I could have my Destiny character in Fortnite, but that isn't that isn't the case. Promise of the blockchain. The blockchain. I'm all about it if that can be the case. But um, um, yeah, the Destiny 2 skins in Fortnite aren't that great. Um, so I'm just going to hold off until then. But the battling, the gliders, yep, I'm in. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> hold on, did you say the sparrow was the glider? Yep. Why not one of the ships? Well, I is don't it... know, man. I don't work for Bungie. Because <laughs> the sparrow is the most iconic thing in the game, and it's you know when we first got it, we were all having like imaginary, you know, land speeder races. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were across very... the moon. So it's, it's true. You know, yeah. You know, there's people who play Fortnite today who are going to see that in the store and go, you know what? I'm going to get Destiny again. <laughs> there's some some fun memory of, of racing across the surface of the moon and then oh, going, yeah, yeah, we've yeah, awoken the hive! It will, it will do its <laughs> job of being marketing for Destiny. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Ghost comes with the voice of Nolan North. <laughs> Or Peter uh, Dinklage. Pay extra I hope for it, the Peter Dinklage package. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's Peter Dinklage in his most uninterested voice. Victory Royale. Um, that link in the podcast Slack is for you, Tom, if you want to catch up on anything. 
Okay. Can I do right now. You're welcome. <laughs> Christ, my God. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Um, He's actually gone. Sorry. <laughs> He's actually gone to watch a Destiny showcase. He's I, off. I, I had muted myself and I was out of the Zoom window. <laughs> I'm, just boot, I'm just booting up Destiny. Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm installing it. I'm installing it. If my connection gets bad, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've reinstalled Destiny 2. I've got a day off tomorrow, so I'm going to jump back in. I'm very excited um, to see what these Fortnite skins are all about. Uh, right then. Is there a native next-gen version of Destiny 2 yet? There sure is. God damn it. It was ultra wide, like uh, an hour and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, ultra-wide field of view, 60 frames per second. It is gorgeous. Oh, I can't be doing it on my PC. I'll explode. <laughs> do it on your PS5, man. It'll look, it'll That's look what I'm going to do it on, yeah. yeah like, I don't oh, use yeah. my PC anymore now. I've got next-gen consoles. I'm yeah. running an old graphics card now. Indeed. My issue is that I all my review codes for the DLCs um, were Xbox codes. Mm-hmm. So it's only my Xbox version that has all the DLC. Because um, they don't cross over, which is really annoying. Yeah, that's a big bummer. Yeah. Anyway, I might cut a lot of this out because this is a Gamescom. <laughs> True. <laughs> We've been talking my, Destiny for 20 minutes. My bad. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, no too much right. Destiny. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you had to be informed, Tom. You had to be informed. Um, the next trailer uh, was... Sorry, it might just be me again. Uh, but Sonic Frontiers um, got a trailer and a release date of November 8th, which isn't that far away at all. And as the kind of resident Sonic fan, I have to say this was by far the best trailer this game has had so far. Um, we finally got to see a few more worlds rather than just that empty space with a couple of trees that he's been running around in. Um, it looks like there's a bit of a story. It doesn't sound like Roger Craig Smith doing Sonic, but apparently it is. I don't know. He sounds younger than normal. I thought he weird. I thought he'd been retired from the role. He had been, and then the fan outcry was so bad they got him back. Uh yeah, that yeah. love it. Yeah, I love it. Just when you I know. thought I was out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I am suddenly cautiously optimistic about Sonic Frontiers. And it's nice to see that there's more classic Sonic worlds in there as well. Um, anyone else feeling anything about Sonic Frontiers, Toby? I thought this was actually quite a quite a change of opinion for me as well on this one. It it looked so boring in that first trailer. I think they did themselves such a massive disservice showing generic Breath of the Wild world with you standing about not being Sonic. And like, why did you show yeah. this? And this one showed there was there was a whole bunch of stuff on Twitter like this is what Sonic should really look like. There was lots of 3D. You know, people had programmed something really fast in some 3D, and they all looked cool and they all looked better than Sonic Frontiers. And then now they've shown this trailer and I'm like, oh, well, they've got all that stuff in there. They just didn't bother to show it. They just wanted to, you know, shit on their own game before they got a chance to sell it properly. It's just the oddest marketing campaign I've ever seen. Um, the, The first half of that trailer looked absolutely fantastic, like really, really fun, bouncing off of things, going extremely fast. It looked good. It looked in lots of different worlds, like you say, like and recognizable stuff. And then you could see the Breath of the Wild sort of, you know, ruins world again. And it slowed down a little bit. He fought some enemies. And I was like, yeah, that, that world is going to be a real, like, slow down bit to this game. <laughs> like, I'm not going to like that world if I get on it. Yeah. But the rest of the game looks all right. I don't, they've done themselves, yeah, a massive disservice with their marketing for this. Very much so. Um, now, I'm going to throw this one out there. Can anyone remember the name of the one-eyed Small floating character in the Legend of Zelda series. In the what, recent ones. Nope, not Navi. One eye. I don't mean yeah. they've got one eye. I mean they like, like one mask. glowy blob. But yeah. It's, it's, it's got like a mask, but he's got one eye and he floats. I can't remember his name. 
from which game? Uh, doesn't matter. Anyway, there's a character in Frontiers Trader that looks exactly like him. And it doesn't it doesn't help the fact that people are calling this Breath of the Wild when they keep throwing in characters and look exactly like Zelda characters at the same time. Oh, is this that weird floating dude that looks yeah. looks like the villain? Yeah, oh god, what is he called? Mm, was it the Minish? Uh I don't know. I'll find out one day, it doesn't matter now. But um, yeah, there, there, there's definitely Breath of the Wild influences in this. I don't think that can be uh, shaken. Just but... to like that one world, like mm. the rest of it looks nothing like it. And the rest of it looks yeah. like proper Sonic and would have yeah. been good for fans. <laughs> Classic Sonic. Why not throw that in the first trailer, guys? Yeah, odd. Yeah. And like, it's not even like when the press had their hands on with that, like IGN and stuff, they didn't show them those levels. Yeah. It was only that open world area it's just like, anyway if you're listening to this strange. go and check that trailer out because it will probably convince you that sonic frontiers isn't absolute balls and probably will be all right no yeah i'm excited for it now i'm I'm looking forward to playing it anything that will get the sour taste of sonic forces out of my mouth is uh it's always going to be a good one uh sean how do you feel about sonic frontiers oh dear um <laughs> no <laughs> I don't think me and Sean could disagree about more stuff on this. <laughs> so, so I, 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 okay, I just, I need to play it. Is I, I'm not going to convince anyone that I'm not going to play this because you know me sitting here going to say I'm not going to play a Sonic game is like me saying the fucking sun isn't going to rise tomorrow because I'm obviously going to play this game, but I feel like I really need to play it before it releases because I don't know how this is going to control. I don't know how it's going to feel. I don't ever feel like I've I've enjoyed the experience of a 3D Mar- a Sonic game. Uh, as as much as I have done a two D one, and I I really want them to have solved that issue with this, and nothing I'm seeing of the way that Sonic moves makes me feel like this is going to be a uncontrolled, pleasurable experience, because Sonic's supposed to move fast, and you know you see them you see him zipping around parts of the the environment and it just it looks like shit. Like, if, I, I don't know if I could do that in my hand and make it feel nice. So, like, I'm glad that the, the people who... I don't know if I can no, do that in my no, hand no, no, and wait, make wait, wait, it wait. feel nice. <laughs> you, yeah, uh, what Toby said. That's what she said. What a way with words. <laughs> oh, Sean, that was hilarious. Do you know, do, do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> yes. I know exactly what you said. Yeah, you, you, you need to get hands on to see that it actually feels good. Hands on, yeah. Right. If it feels good I, with I, your I hands on, in, in my shit, yeah, of course, yeah. Because um, <laughs> I just don't know why they're building another three D Sonic. If I'm honest, I don't know why they keep bothering. Because one, they'll crack it eventually. That must be the Sonic Team motto. Fuck me. In, Twenty years in, in we giant can do words it. on the wall in the studio. We'll get there eventually. One your, day, your your debt to the devil will be served <laughs> once you have served up a good 3D Sonic game. Um, it's like they're still trying to compete with Super Mario 64 at this point, aren't they? <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking nuts. <laughs> like, they still haven't just, reached those heights with anything. I don't know how they haven't managed it. Like, surely that should be enough, right? We keep trying it; it keeps fucking failing. Maybe just stop making 3D ones. Sonic Mania, people liked, right? Sonic Mania was out. Sonic Mania is the best Sonic game ever made. Right, that's what yeah. everyone says, and it was made. Is that not by outsourced? Though? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, outsourced. It was outsourced yeah. yeah, it was given to Christian Whitehead. <laughs> he did a lot of work on like ports, though, didn't he? I think he worked on. Some yeah, Sonic he did the mobile ports, like... ports which yeah, were yeah, super. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 
Um, so I, I just I, I just feel like that that if if so, if they're going to fix this traversal issue, like Sonic moves fast, and there are games that are doing traversal in in games like this in a much better way than the, what they're doing, like is the pathless, um, where yeah. you 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 know there's there's ways to do traversal that that's better than simply 3D platforming and you are fast because that never feels nice, and that that's what I was trying to say. Sorry, <laughs> I, I just needed to get the shit out of my hands. Oh, I understand. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Um, right, let's uh, let's crack on. It's going to be divisive, I think, once again, frontiers. But man, more Sonic. I, can't wait. I, w- I will say that is the best that game has looked by far. For sure. For sure. Um, I I I've never really got on with Sonic. My biggest issue is that the games seem to punish you for going too fast quite a lot, whether they mean to or not, because the 3D ones are usually a mess. Um, this looks all right. I'm not going to get it, but I really do hope for the people that love Sonic that this is finally the the good one, right? Like I know, I know that a lot of diehards have like ones that they like, but that probably aren't actually particularly good if you look at them with even a fraction of critical thinking. Yeah, <laughs> the hardcore Sonic fans love. Um, they love Shadow the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. They love Sonic Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> They love Sonic Forces, and Sonic Forces is utter trash. It's because you get to make your lovely Sonic OC and be friends oh. with Sonic and the the gang. Sonic Forces. Know? I'm a huge Sonic you... fan, and Sonic fan Sonic Forces is really bad. You didn't enjoy your Sonic OC adventure, Ross? No, I didn't like cosplaying Sonic, and it was just weird. Um, but a, a great idea for Sonic hat. fans. A great idea for Sonic fans, but it didn't work for me. It's just like that's yeah, yeah. It looked. It looked garbage. <laughs> yeah. 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 But they all do to me. And this one doesn't. It did. Now it looks okay. Okay. Well, so some of the teams should take that and run with it, to be honest. <laughs> it looks makes... okay. We're getting there. <laughs> it makes people that uh that f- think every 3D Sonic looks garbage think, hey, this one looks all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Six out of ten. All around. Mate, I would take six out of ten at this point. Christ. <laughs> Game of the year if it's six out of ten. I think Sonic Team would take six out of ten at this point. They would get bonuses if it's a six out of ten. Right then, let's move on to Under the Waves. Um, Anyone else freak out when they saw the Quantic Dream logo pop up? Sure did. Like, what the (laughs) fuck? I was very surprised, yeah. (laughs) They said French studio, and I was like, okay. But Quantic Dream aren't French. They're they're Canadian, right? I assume I, I believe they're just publishing. I think that yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're publishing it because they're. I think a second. I think a name came up after Quantic Dream. I can't Parallel, remember. If it was Parallel the Studio yeah. showed up before Quantic Dream did. Yeah, seeing that it isn't made by Quantic Dream, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, that gives me. Uh, it's after everything hard. we discussed on Sunday, mm-hmm. it's very it's very Dream. hard to support anything Quantic Dream do think- anymore. I think mm-hmm. the fact that they're behind the publishing kind of tells you maybe what kind of game it is. Like it is maybe a bit more narrative focused. Yeah, they did a bit more did, exploration and stuff. So. They did mention um, it being a narrative-driven experience. I think, um, which is what Quantic Dream make. So that it makes sense that that be would be what they publish. Um, was there any actual gameplay in this? I honestly don't remember it. I think I, think- I tuned out. Once I, I saw think it Quantic Dream, kind of gameplay, to be fair, possibly it looked in engine uh, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Submarine underwater traversal stuff. 
just I'm just flicking through the trailer now because I did tune out um for a lot of this show. <laughs> um vibes of this actually do look quite cool just flicking through it. Yeah. Um I'm a big fan of like exploratory narrative stuff. This could be solid. Yeah, the deep ski the deep ski the deep sea scares the shit out of me, but uh, uh, yeah. I this is probably one of my highlights of the um of the show to be fair. Oh cool. What was it about it that you were excited about? Um I just kind of like the art style of it for the most part and uh if it's got a cool narrative towards it as well then even better. Uh it kind of made me feel like it looked a bit like Abzu crossed with a subnautica sort of thing. Okay. Um and yeah, just quite just quite interested in it for the most part, really. Just what it could offer, as opposed to what I know about it. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, very little so far, but um, yeah, it looks like it's on the right track anyway. Uh, Tobes, any thoughts on Under the Waves? Um, pretty submarine-y. Nice. I'll take it. I won't. I won't bother playing this until it's free. But it looked like a nice little experience. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Sean, you were muted a couple of times. Oh, I was just going to say that um, Quantic Dreams are Paris-based. They are French. Um, and so is the developer. So oh. they, they are a French combination. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, this is day one for me. Uh, I, it looks cool. looks like a good narrative adventure. I've liked Quantic Dreams' previous games, despite some of the on-the-nose you know, analogies that they've used in all of their games. But um, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm bored. It's cool. That was it. Cool. Uh, right, then let's get into what was next? Goat Simulator 3. Uh, we finally saw gameplay for the super hyped prequel sequel to Goat Simulator. Um, I'm going to throw this one to Sean. I imagine this is going to be quite popular in the Davies household if the first one was anything to go by. Yeah, it is. But my kids will not stop asking me what happened to Goat Simulator 2. So. <laughs> Daddy, can we have if, if three is coming out? Can we have two? Two doesn't exist, but it's three. Yeah, it's a joke. It's it's a you know. But Daddy, Daddy, that's that doesn't make sense. I know that doesn't make sense. You know that doesn't make sense. Tell that to the developers that don't make fucking sense. Um, yes, it's going to be good. Uh, in my house, the, everything in there is just exactly what my kids like, and I, I you know, even I, I've enjoyed playing the Go Simulator games. They're just that fun. Um, all we've got all of the DLCs here. And if a lot of what they put in there is just like a, a, a high, highly polished evolution of what they've done previously. And um, I'm sure that everyone's going to enjoy watching someone else play it because that's kind of how you enjoy these games, isn't it? Watching them fail at it. So, yeah, yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's um, it is designed to be watched, not to be played. Um, very much like that other one that I played. What was it? That piece of shit that I played a couple of years ago that was very um, similar to Go Simulator. Did die? No, just die already. Glory. No, it was. Was it D E E E E? maybe. But yeah, it was a piece of shit. But it was huge on freaking Twitch. So you know, it's it's designed to be watched by bunches of kids who were then made to buy it and then realized it's not very good. Uh, so you know, Go Simulator will probably fall in that path. But Go Simulator kind of does it better in a weird way. Um, so all power to anyone else excited for Go Simulator three. <laughs> I, uh, okay. I I love the name. I love that they went with free. That is yeah. stupid in the best way. But yeah, gameplay wise, I never got on the goat simulator. It very much felt like you said, like a game built for YouTube. 
people yeah. to play and make thumbnails for and this is going to be a, the twitch version right um the, like the idea is solid like sort of chaos sandbox but i never got on with it yeah yeah i'm afraid i'm too uh, old and contemporary now to get any enjoyment out of them but you know it has an audience and all power to it it's going to be absolutely massive so uh, yeah good luck to those who are very excited about it talking to things that are very excited about sean davies we are weeks away weeks away from return to monkey island yeah yeah i've always, I had a little bit of a cry <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I had a, a bit of a genuine cry um i don't think it's long time listeners to this podcast and will know that i have a, a love affair with monkey island and um yeah, the fact that when they announced the date, I realized that that, that was just like when when they said September, and I was like, "Wow, that's a whole fucking year away." And then I saw the year and went, "Oh no, we're like I've waited like more than a decade for this to happen, and for it to be so close." Um, it just kind of got me to be honest. Oh, um, as daft as that sounds, but you know, it's it's the Monkey Island games. The original two um and you know the rest to to a degree are some of them you know they are the mongallon one and two are up there with the best games ever made in my opinion and um the fact that ron gilbert's had got the chance to do this again um is astonishing to be fair the amount of years that he's been you know randomly saying on twitter please disney give me back my ip um only for it to randomly happen and then you know just just for this to happen I'm just over the moon. And this fucking game looks so good. Like the voice acting is superb. The artwork is superb. The animation is superb. Like the he, Ron Gilbert tweeted a, a clip of um, Guybrush moving through the pirate headquarters from one side to the other. And the, the music changes depending on where you are in the bar because of, there's a different tone. And it always was that way in the original game. Like there was a different tone. In the first, it was everyone was partying, and on the right, the pirate leaders were there, and it just—it's fucking brilliant. It's—I'm very excited. <laughs> oh man, I'm so happy for you. That's so awesome. Um, I know that you know it has been a long old wait. Whenever we talk Monkey Island on the podcast, when you're not on it, uh, we always go, "Oh, Sean's going to be so excited for this." Um, and so it's uh, yeah, I'm so happy for you that it actually is happening, and uh, I can't wait to chat to you about it when it finally comes out. Yeah, Debs, just saying. Oh, of course. My God, can you imagine? Yeah. like Imagine if, like, Greg just sneaks in, like, anyone got Monkey Island code? Uh, he'd find me outside his door, judo or not. <laughs> are you going to uh, Are you gonna pre-order it for the uh, for the horse armor? Yeah. <laughs> of course I am. Oh, dear. The horse armor that you can't use and it's just in your inventory. I, I, I fully expect there won't be a single horse in the entire game. <laughs> that is a proper Ron Gilbert thing to do, <laughs> um, or, or or for it to actually work on something, you know, and and for it to be unveiled in like three years' time. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. I just, yeah, fucking, I can't wait. Switch and PC, right? Switch and PC. Yeah, interesting choices. Yeah, I mean, touch to the. I don't like. There's been a bit of a boom with point and click adventures on switch right now that there's a lot of really great mechanical advances um that you can see in games like um lord winklebottom investigates where you know the, the touch screen becomes and you can move around and and 
highlight over things and and um it the switch has become like the natural second home for points and clicks right now um i'm afraid sure it, it's gonna be great oh, i'm so happy <laughs> um anyone else excited for return to monkey island i don't think anyone else can follow up what sean said to be honest <laughs> no no you can't you can't reach those levels no uh, right then, let's move on then to uh, Submodco developers' uh, new game, Moonbreaker. I got nothing. This, this looks awesome. Can Does I be the though? positive thing Does for this it, one? Yeah, go for it. So, so they got Brandon Sanderson on. Does anyone yeah, else know who that is? He's the guy that finished The Wheel in Time. <laughs> I know who he is. Guy. I've not read any of his books. Okay, so I've read about three dozen of his books um and um yeah probably my favorite author outside of Stephen King um it was amazing to see him come on and think thinking oh is this going to be one of his like you know his actual worlds that he's created in one of these books come to life in a video game because there's a number of series that he's made like Stormlight or Mistborn that, that truly do deserve games and they've got you know fully fleshed out magic systems and and stuff that would suit gameplay very very well but it's a completely new one so that's a slightly disappointing but b also awesome whole new thing then like you say what are you getting from this it's, it's like it's figures and it's strategy and it's like that turned me straight back off again and i was like oh I'm gonna get brandon sanderson levels of lore and story and it's gonna be made of figures what the fuck like <laughs> such a kick in the teeth and then um, but then as I watched it, I was like, do you know what? The strategy parts look really fun. It looks like it's got a good feel, a good vibe to it. But I don't want to paint figures, right? And I don't give a shit about, like, this sort of non-animated, like, kicking Sabutio figures at each other or or whatever, you know, Warhammer figures at each other. Um, it's, it's like, it's so much 50-50 for me. Like, there was this great... There's probably really great story and some interesting characters and some fucking fucking fantastic like game breaking moves and shit that they've all worked out with Brandon Sanderson and it's probably a very 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 cleverly put together, but then it doesn't look good. Like it doesn't look like it's my kind of thing in any way. I I want to be on board with it and I want to give that strategy part a go and hope that I like it because I've really enjoyed a lot of bit different strategy games in the last year or so so yeah it's it's an interesting one i want to know who online if this is getting like you know lots of good press or if it's getting ripped to shreds it, it is getting very good press okay uh, um there's, there's a couple of hands-on previews which are, are glowing in praise it does look like it's really clever that's my thing i'm just like <clears throat> i bet there's a lot to this like it's probably got a hell of a lot of backs you know lore and world and creativity behind the I gameplay think, i think the thing is it, it's it's tying into the whole rise of the tabletop game and it, you know you know our, our parents were into you know trains and world war memorabilia and our generation is into warhammer and you know D D. that's that's what our generation does now as they get older and it's tying into that you know they we i reviewed that model model simulator which is, you know, basically what some of the tools you'll be using unless you paint your models and then you go and play with them. And it, it's it, like, it, it is like a cross. It's clearly crying out to some particular demographic and saying, this is the game for you. 
I, I bet it's. I bet you're really going to enjoy it. You know, I, I I want to enjoy it. Like I, I really want like 50, 60 percent of that in 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 massive massive way, and then the other forty percent, I'm like, oh, you're going to have to really convince me. <laughs> see, see that that model simulator is is all. You know, I didn't think I was going to enjoy that as much as I did, and then like I would I would start painting a model, and then at like three a.m. be like. And I'm done. And what time is it? Oh fuck! I've got work in three hours. And it's you know it just it's kind of zen. It's like a painter is like character creation gone mad, isn't it? Like you can spend yeah. hours on a character creator if you add add paint function like that to your models. It's just going to be ridiculous. And and if they if they give you the opportunity to do their eyes automatically, so you don't have to paint their eyes because that's <laughs> the fucking worst thing about painting a model. That would be so good. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Toby, on this. To be fair, I think it's great that they got the author in, uh, but I, I'm, I'm slightly more optimistic. I think. I think, um, I, I think I want to say to Roscoe that it's like that. That's the sleeper most interesting thing for me. Yeah. In the whole show. I think it's the most unique looking, right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not something that I would play, but I, I can appreciate the art style. It's got. It's brightly colored. It's very, um, it's very in your face. I love the animations. Some of the animations are really cool. Um, I think it's got enough behind it that it's gonna, it's gonna do well. Yeah, and it's completely would, different to some Nautica as well. Absolutely, happily take a code for it though. <laughs> well, we'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I think it's coming back around though. The whole like Warhammer things, like people have like as kids kind of did it stepped away growing up and then as adults have come back to that sort of thing that that hobby that they used to love to do and it's quite quite it's like, like what i see on my twitter like it's quite a popular thing these days to be into it yeah, like henry sure. cavill's into it and stuff like that like so celebrities are opening up about being into it so i think it's really reaching a demographic that's like not been like properly been tapped into yet so I think it's almost more warhammer than warhammer what we saw there was like None of the Warhammer games really quite go that far towards the tabletop no, thing. Do you know what I mean? No. They try and gamify it, whereas this has gone, let's try and tabletop a game. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Let's try yeah. and tabletopify yeah. a video game. Yeah. I do like the idea of painting uh, a figure. And if you fuck up, you could just probably backstep and it not be a problem. Whereas if you paint it in real life, you kind of get upset that you've really messed it up. Mm-hmm. So that could be quite satisfying. Oh yeah, like the amount of times on that model simulator where I was like, "I'm going to try and airbrush this," and then realize I completely fucked it, and be like, "Okay, I'm glad I did that in one stroke, so I can just undo." It's gone. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> I mean, Josh Mars is going to love this shit, right? Um, do you know what? I'm not too sure. I'm not where I'm not sure where his kind of Warhammer, like if he's into that sort of thing or not. But the kind of the influences that the author was bringing up, kind of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Firefly, and kind of XCOM um, was a game that they threw out there as like a an IP that is kind of similar to, then I think, yeah, possibly. possibly Miles loves his strategy play. games as well. He does, yeah. He does love his RTSs. Yeah, if he can mouse and keyboard this on his console, then uh, <laughs> I think he'll be very, very happy. Uh, right then, let's crack on with uh, Friends versus Friends. Um, developed by Brainwash Gang, which looks like a card-based shooter. Um, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, so someone talk about friends versus friends. So, just just to let you know that Raw Fury are publishing this. The people who did that Neon White, 
Um, and I get the feeling that they have realized that this is a, a completely untapped market of card meets first person shooter, only this time online. And I mean, the Brainwash Gang are, are very creative. They've done a lot of really decent games recently. And this this one looks just, I mean, to me, looks fucking great. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't, like, if, if this is an evolution of what Neon might have started, then count me in. It doesn't. It doesn't look like it might have the same uh, sort of traversal abilities as uh, Neon White. It's quite very fluid and very what's the name. It does look more like a like a boots on the ground FPS with the card system yeah. injected in it. Um, but with that, that that alone sounds good to me. Multiplayer and then uh, kind of the art style as well is really cool. Like it was a bit of a step above from what kind of Neon White. Neon White had like a clean, crisp, like basic style. And this has kind of turned it up to a bit more of a cell shaded comic book looking thing as well, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. From what from what I know of Neon White, that's much more a speedrunning game than a shooter. Like the shooting element is part of it, but it's not the focus. This looks like a card-based shooter. Whereas I think Neon White was pitched mostly as a speedrunning traversal game with things you shoot at throughout the levels but there's the things in the levels don't even move like they're just i think they maybe give you extra time or something this looks really good like visually um and like you said there is definitely a a mix of genres here that raw fury are latching onto um in publishing this could be good uh this is another one that looks like it it could be a game pass game um regardless it it looks fun though yeah i'm really interested in the deck building aspect of it like if it's multiplayer and everyone's got their own decks like how is that going to work balance wise like is there going to be cards that absolutely rip people to shreds or is it going to be really quite balanced and nuanced of the kind of ways you can go about it it would be really interesting to see if there is enough variety in there to say okay i'm going to take in like a shotgun build my deck is a shotgun build, um, which means I've got to get close. Um, or, you know, like somebody's a sniper, but you don't get many cards to shoot with or something. If the, if that's, you know, if that's the, you know, basically Hearthstone in a shooter, then, this, you know, that, that's, there could be an incredible amount of depth there. What, what are you going to say, Toby? Uh, I... I think I'm looking at this completely differently. Like I've got absolutely no interest in the card deck or the multiplayer shooter part of this at all. I think aesthetically, like there's some beautiful, beautiful drawings in there and the music was fucking brilliant. And so I'm just like, aesthetically, I liked it. I didn't, as a game, I've got almost no interest in it whatsoever. And you guys are discussing all the ins and outs of deck building. And I'm like, what? It was deck builder? (laughs) I just had no interest in that part of it whatsoever. As, as soon as that trailer started, I thought Toby's going to be really interested in this. And yeah. the monomorphic characters. Yeah, exactly. Um, All of that and, part, great. <laughs> and, th- and then when I saw the cards, the cards, I was like, nah, Toby's not going to be interested in this. He's out again. <laughs> but I was I was really like, oh, look, they've done a beautiful little song for this. It's like Bug Snacks song. You know, I'm going to have to find out who did the song and then listen to the rest of their output for the last five years. And, you know, it's that kind of thing for me. I think, I think Roscoe, we... you're back. Bug Snacks, I'm back. Hello. <laughs> I've been listening to the Bug Snacks band. Uh, so I forget the name. Forget the name of right now. Um, Kira Kira Bonito. Kira Kira Bonito. That's it. 
Um, and some of the stuff they did like last year before Bugsnax was fucking brilliant. I was like an like album of the year stuff from last year. Really, really good. Loved it. Oh my god, there's so many hands on with Dead Island 2 that have just dropped from all the main companies. Nice. Eurogame at IGN Suite. Not something to do tomorrow. Uh, friends versus friends do anything for you, Ross, at all? No. Fair enough. <laughs> he went and took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, no, not really. Um, I was kind of on board. I like the um, I, I was with Toby. I like the aesthetic. Um, but yeah, all the card building stuff. So I, don't, I just want to shoot my friends, you know. I don't want to anything else. Um, what did get me excited was Lies of P, um, which is coming to game, game Pass Day One. Very, very exciting. Um, this is a game based on some dark lore of Pinocchio. Um, it's a Souls like with Pinocchio in it, which is something that. Probably on paper shouldn't work, but it looks like it's really going to. Um, let's see. Toby, what do you reckon? Shit. Um, <laughs> I literally went back on mute. Like, I can't talk right now. Um, so, Lies of P. We didn't see a whole lot of this before, but a little bit of gameplay, didn't we? And this one that added lots of cinematic, you know, information and, and, and lore and stuff. And, and then really, really went to town, like here's all your moves and here's like the dark side of it all and then there was some proper proper souls gameplay but with like a steampunk vibe um it got darker and darker it got cooler and cooler as it went through um yeah just a really awesome trailer um and the fact that it's game pass day one i'm like yep well now i can play that completely basically for free do you know what i mean with um with game pass and great absolutely great it looks really really good it looks a bit like that steel rising thing like the steel rising and this coming from the same place in some some brain of someone who really likes steampunk yeah. but they look they look very different in terms of you know what they're aiming to do but yeah like a, a similar aesthetic um but yeah i'm all over it it looks great it really does uh, anyone else sure uh no i just i'm, I'm interested in the story and how they've adapted Pinocchio. Because um, it doesn't look like you're playing as Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, where's his nose, man? No. <laughs> it looks like you're playing as Geppetto. So I'm just thinking, um, I'm, I'm interested in what they do with the story uh, more than anything from this. The gameplay, you know, it just looks like Soul, Souls-like fair. So I'm um, just quite ex- excited about what that might be in terms of story. You know, if, if Pinocchio is the big bad or something, which might be cool. That would be That's interesting, it. yeah. That would be interesting. Uh, Tom? Uh, yeah, this is like probably my second favorite thing in the show. Uh, I, I've been looking forward to Lies of P for a while. I think it got announced some time ago and it looked impressive then. It This is like steampunk Bloodborne. Uh, I'm all over it. I do think you play as Pinocchio because at the end of this trailer, he runs into an older looking guy who says... Uh, Son, I think that's Geppetto, the old dude at the end of the trailer. I think you are Pinocchio because you have got some sort of steampunky arm. I think you've maybe partly become a real boy <laughs> or you're on a quest to become one. But yeah, this game looks great. Uh, very, very excited for this whenever it drops. And I didn't realize it was Game Pass because I think I missed that bit. Uh, so even better, I will absolutely be playing the shit out of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we got the trailer for Stranded Alien Dawn. Now, I must admit, I wasn't around for this one. Uh, I went to the bathroom, uh, so I missed it completely. Can anyone talk about Stranded Alien Dawn? Because I didn't see any of it. 
Yeah, it's it's um it's probably going to be Cat's new favorite game, given Cat's penchant for like farming and simulating okay. farm life thing. You know, you crash on an alien planet and then you have to farm your way into, you know, not dying. Um, I imagine Paul's going to quite like it as well because it looks like there's like a survival element to it too. Um, but yeah, it, it looks you know of of the current vein of these survival games are popping up. It looks like one of the better ones. Okay, sounds good to me. Um, I like a farming sim as well. Um, anyone else get excited for Stranded? Nope. No, no. Yes. There's there's too many of this exact game, like Stranded on Planet, Survive, do survival mm. game things. I don't think any, I don't, did we, I don't even know if we saw any gameplay in this trailer. I can't remember. It, is, it yes. is one that I forgot. Yeah, there was like farming, walking around. And- oh yeah, yeah, there was a little bit at the end where it was uh, Alpha. There was there was a game show not long ago that was this, but in a mech suit. We talked about it in another show that happened not too long ago. Uh, that at least looked like it was doing something a little bit interesting with the concept, oh, having, yeah. having the mech element. This just looks like another survival space game to me. Mech Frontier or something? That's the one, something yeah. Frontier, yeah. 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 Um, okay, I'll have to check the trailer out. Um, but I do know that it's coming to early access in October, if you are excited for Stranded Alien Dawn. Um, and then we had a look at a uh, Atlas Fallen uh, coming to PS5, Xbox Series, and PC next year. This was a very cool trailer. Um, for a while, I thought it was Forspoken, but it wasn't Forspoken. Um, and it looks really dope. Again, it was just a CG trailer, but it was fairly extended. So we got a nice idea about the characters. Again, something from Focus, who had a really strong presence, actually, in this show. Um, Atlas Fallen. Little bit of gameplay at the end as well. Yeah. Uh, what do you reckon, Tobes? Uh, this was another m- massive highlight. Yeah, really, really cool. Um, lots and lots of lore and information about a story that was really that really got its sort of you know hooks into me a bit. The, you know, there's like um, fallen gods and things, and this great ruined world that these two people were talking about. Um, there were some intensely cool uh, like powers and things and, and the way that they were sliding across the world looked very forespoken exactly. I can totally see why you thought it was that. Um, the In a way that the gameplay that came up at the end looked even more forespoken. So it's definitely got a bit of that DNA to it. Um, but that's not a bad thing in my opinion. I think there's, I think there's two or three games that have got that real like, you know, female sliding across an open world vibe. And I don't know why that they've all come up at once, but they have. Um, and this is just another one like it. But um, yeah, it had a really like, like what's it? I, I like, I like a CGI trailer if it's going full on story like that and then still gives me gameplay. There were, I, was, I wasn't so annoyed with it because I got what I wanted by the end of it anyway. So, you know, can be forgiven for giving me lots of story at the same time as some gameplay. Yeah, it hit me. I didn't really want the trailer to end. I was really enjoying it. Mm. Um, I found myself very entertained by it. So, yeah, I'm cool. keeping on this. Uh, cool. The title's a bit generic, but uh, I, I can get over that. Um, similar to any like Stormsborn that's called Dark Fire or Fireborn or something, you know. Gonna have that vibe to full. <laughs> Lords Indeed. of the Atlas Fallen. Yeah, yeah. there's too many of the same words. <laughs> Uh, Tom, what did you think of Atlas Fallen? Again, I know it's such a CD trailer, but this is, an, this is another one that I'd forgotten about. But during it, I'm I'm a sucker for when there's like an ominous shape in the sky. 
in things and in the background of one of these shots there's like a very big very sci-fi looking that's thing so specific uh, i'm a big it, fan of like arms in the sky it's, it's, know, it, like sky. control there's a big triangle in the sky love a world ending meteor in the sky me oh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a sucker for like ominous shapes in this like unexplainable stuff this this looks great i'm i'm it's it's i think the longest trailer in the show is three minutes um that little bit of gameplay at the end is good that's like toby said uh having something there like okay that's what this is you know like they give you the flavor of the world and then they go but here's what you at here's what it looks like when you play it that's good love that uh this is another highlight for sure uh we'll be keeping an eye on it but yeah the the, the name is generic as all hell yeah that's good though that's good uh, right then, let's crack on with Homeworld 3. All I know about this game is it's the third in the series of Homeworld games. Um, that is my design now. Um, anyone got super hyped? Sean Davies. Oh, no, I was just going to say that it looks cool. And, um, you know, the Homeworld series has been running for a very long time. And I think people have been waiting for this game for, for you know, years. So... What I've seen online is that people were really excited about the trailer. So um, I think this is done for those people that have been waiting the same thing it has done for me for Return to Mokan. So mm. um, ha- I'm happy for them. There's absolutely nothing for me. But, you know, good on you for getting good the game you. you wanted. Yeah. My favourite bit was Jeff Keighley going, I played Homeworld back in the day. Remember that one? And just complete silence from the audience. <laughs> yeah, that that was, was my favourite bit. He, got, he almost cracked. Did he? <laughs> Jeff almost cracked. <laughs> Please, somebody throw me a bone. <laughs> Please clap. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was my favourite bit. Uh, cool. Okay, well, we'll crack on then with Toby's favourite game, Genshin Impact. Uh, Genshin Impact 3.0 is coming soon and he couldn't be more excited about it. Yeah. i said i'd be as positive as i can but this is the bit where i don't and i'm not positive um i hate this um i hate this game i hate what it stands for i hate the free to play but we're gonna rinse you for every bit of your money on gacha crap um i hate that it looks so beautiful and i hate that it's like every bit of anime aesthetic that i like and yet is just so devoid of anything <laughs> worth playing um i yeah i i, I really I'm, I'm going to hate hoyaverse because they keep the next one is them as well and it looks like just the most high-end anime graphics i've ever seen and really really want to play something that looks like that but i don't want to play anything even remotely like this type of game um i will not pour 60 to 100 hours into something that just wants to grab my money and doesn't care in any other way about what I'm doing. Um, and the thing was Honkai Star Rail, which I spoil now is the next one. Yes. Same same opinion. It's the same thing. It's like a sci-fi strategy, slightly version of the same thing. Um, and it looks like a really great story in there somewhere, but man, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I got burned and I got burned bad and I'm not going back. Yeah, not even for Aloy. No, oh, that's such a <laughs> crap thing to to add into it. I'm just like, nope. You know that you know those skin things never work on me, like ever. No, I know. I know. I've never bought a skin for a single game. Mm. I don't think in my entire life. 
If that was the case, you'd be three thousand dollars in the hole on Fortnite. I think at this point. Yeah. It's not me. No, um, so yeah, these these two so beautiful, so so beautiful, but so empty. Damn, I've known girls like that in my life. Oh. <laughs> That's harsh, man. <laughs> you could hear pain. <laughs> totally true. He's going to cut that bit. He needs therapy. <laughs> That's not Heart's broken then. across the country. Uh, sometimes I use this podcast as therapy. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and how did it make you feel? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Um, anyone got anything on Genshin or Honkai Star Rail? No. Honkai, not Honkin. <laughs> not the Honkin Star Rail. <laughs> <laughs> Please review it. Please review it. And, and that's, that's the subtitle right there. <laughs> These games no. look great, but man, yeah, the gacha shit. Get out of my face. I'd love for Hoyaverse to make a like a premium game, like a full price title. Yeah. I've tried Genshin. Didn't stick with it. I hear it's good in the later hours, but you also have to sink in a shit ton of time. I can't be bothered with that. There's too many games that are worth playing. Or a shit ton of money. That are just good. Yeah. What's well, the point? if people want to play games that look this good, then play Scarlet Nexus, because I think that's a little bit of an underrated game that came out last year. Has a very Absolutely. I reviewed oh. that. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, I was going to say our own Tobes very much enjoyed Scarlet Nexus. Oh, yes. All right, then we'll skip past these then. And we'll get to High on Life, which is a trailer for a game written by the Rick and Morty guys or something. Justin Rayland, yeah. Yeah. I think that is his studio. I think it's yeah, Squatch Games. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you can tell, can't you? I mean, his fingerprints are all over this trailer. So is his voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do we make of High on Life? I'll, uh, I'll say visually love it. Clearly, they're doing the, the Rick and Morty thing of ad lib for a lot of these lines. Uh, gameplay wise, I will, this actually did some damage for me, on my opinion mm. of it. This looked like a really generic shooter boss fight, but packed in a visually distinct thing. But it's a game, right? Like, the, this did not do a lot for my hopes on this game, showing me a boss fight that looks pretty bog standard i mean it's nice that you get a little grappling hook and it's the knife like it serves other purposes but yeah i think it, 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 it looks like it's a bit clunky like an rpg mm-hmm. kind of shooter than a than a fluid fps game you you play as a bounty hunter in it, and i want to know what like the i, I want to know what the rest of the game is because i'm still not quite sure is this a linear level-based thing is this an is this a semi-open thing where there is quests it's looking to be a bit like maybe an outer wilds but yeah. rick and morty um, but it is game pass i'm pretty sure day one uh, yes. so i will play it, it. I'll, I'll definitely play it visually it, it looks great but this this boss fight didn't look the best but if if there's a, a good variety to these crazy living weapons That'll that'll probably do a lot to help it. Mm. Yeah, I, I couldn't give a shit how clunky this was because the, the trailer made me smile. Like I I I you know for, for how bad some of the fandom is, I like Rick and Morty. I like that style of humor. And 
the fact that you've got this gun that's like telling the boss, just just admit that I'm hurting you. I just like I thought that was it was funny. Like I did, like the game is clunky. I played fucking tons of clunky games that are they just get by on just being clunky. But this, you know, had had a bit of humor to it. Um, I don't really care what else it is, but if if it is that funny throughout the game and will just make me smile for the rest of the game, that's cool. I, can, I think I can get over the junk. I don't mind. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. I think I think the identity of this game does a lot of the heavy lifting. Uh, it's it's hard in general for shooters to innovate and be something a little bit more than just a shooter, right? Uh, the identity is definitely the selling point. I think here. Agreed. All right, then let's move on to Hardship Breaker, um, which had a console release date reveal. This looks fun. I'm going to throw it over to Sean on this one. Another game from Focus. They've really thrown some money at Gamescom this year, haven't they? Yeah, I think this, I mean, they are obviously aren't big enough to have their own show, but I think it makes sense to kind of co-opt as much of game you know, Gamescom opening that live as, as possible. Yeah. This, this Hardship Breaker did like gangbusters on early access and the reviews when it left early access on PC were glowing. Like some very harsh critics would give it nine and 10 out of 10. So um, I, I think it was Kirk McLean called it like one of the most important games of the year um, because it com- comes with, it's like funny, but also got quite a lot of strong messaging in it around um, like work and the ethics of work and capitalism so you know i think i think you know the fact that it's coming to consoles i'm definitely going to pick it up because those the reviews are hard to ignore as an accolade trailer when they showed all of those scores and it was like that is a lot of stars on the screen right now you know i felt like i've been punched yeah. by like tyson <laughs> um so you know I, I think you know i think focus have, have rightfully said hey let's give this the best shout we can give it on on console release stick the date in front of everybody and and hope for the best so yeah it's coming to xbox series x and s and ps5 isn't it so yeah cool yeah happy days yeah september 20th it's good 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 right then uh let's crack on with yeah uh, i've lost my place no there it is Dick's um telltale are back how exciting um, they're making a game all about the expanse, which is of course that big series on uh, Amazon, I believe, on Prime Video. Yeah, it's um, a Prime. Any fans of the expanse on the Pinky Guns podcast? Yes. Yeah, ha- haven't seen it, but heard it's great. Yeah, I've it's, heard it's, it's great. It's very it? fucking good. So very we are we are hyped for this then. Yeah, especially especially because they picked a character which is amazing um, for for expansion. Like the yeah, see what you did there. Yeah, um, the the character that they picked, the drummer, um, she she's just in, in the show and, and the, the behind the scenes got bit that you say, well, like you know, her experiences have been cauterized. Your know, personality has been the person you meet in the show is hard nosed, untrusting, um, but you never really get the backstory to her. And the what 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 was shown there looked so much better than the standard Telltale game we were getting 10 years ago. Um, you know, it looked highly detailed. It didn't look like it was, you know, too linear. 
there was you know the space exploration the zero g and this is from deck nine games is it not not the actual telltale so the telltale publishing um but deck nine games who did um before um life is strange before the storm and right yeah so so they're doing this as, as development so i it's i'm really excited about this um an amazing ip to explore and expand and if you've not seen the TV show, watch it because it's definitely worth a watch and then get excited for the game. Woo-woo. Uh, at the end Woo-woo. of the trailer, they call it a series. Are they going back to episodic? I think I think the Telltale published games are going to be episodic. Oh, I thought it'd gone away. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? I think I think the wolf of, is among us, which oh, yeah, is, yeah. Is, is also going to be. So I think they, they are going to be episodic, but I think like I think the Wolf is Among Us you can buy in one batch. Yeah. Although when that originally came out, I think that took a lot longer than they expected to come out. I think it was like over a full year. Um, I think there are a lot of delays. That's that's why I've never been a, f- a fan of like the episodic release schedule. I, I just thought it went away, but obviously We Are AFK came out recently as well, which Toby reviewed, I think. Yeah. Um, that's doing the the episodic thing as well maybe it's just coming back it makes sense for a lot of developers especially the smaller developers to do this and it keeps things it's like you know being talked about it keeps it being talked about for like mm-hmm. yeah weeks on end months on end yeah i think that's why like stuff like stranger things did their last batch so you know it remained in the consciousness a little bit longer than things tend to now yeah um i'm just happy to tell the back to be honest um, I'm just happy Telltale are back in some form doing what Telltale do. It's great. I, I did expect to see the new trailer for the second Tales from the Borderlands. Sorry, not Tales from the Borderlands. Um, Wolf Among Us. Wolf, Wolf Among Us. But the, I guess I guess that's not. There was one not long ago. I know, but there was supposed to be another one. Oh. Um, but, you know, they, they promised more soon. Right. And hinted at mm. Gamescom and... Maybe it's going to come out in the next couple of days, just randomly, like they maybe. do sometimes. But or maybe they're waiting for um, game of the year, or whatever those awards are called. I can't remember. It's it's game, awards. game awards. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you taking the piss there. <laughs> oh, it's a very <gasps> difficult. It's a very difficult name. I understand. Oh man, there's so many of these shows. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm just yeah, like I said, I'm so excited that Tell are back, and I love. Basically everything they've dropped, really. Um, I can't think of one that I really actively disliked, uh, except for maybe Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that probably is the only one. But um, yeah, it's great. It's great news. I'll tell you what is great news. There's a video game now for Kid of Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, my. my are, are you a fan? My... <laughs> are you a fan, Ross? I remember seeing this film when I was a kid. Uh, my sister made me watch it because I was in trouble with her. And for punishment, I had to watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I absolutely loved it. And it really went the wrong way for my sister. She was not impressed with the fact that I wasn't scared about it at all. I just had a really good time <laughs> watching it. So, yeah, if this is like a Friday the 13th kind of thing, which it seems to be hinting at, um, yeah, I'm all in. You, you weren't kidding when you said that this podcast was therapy, were you? <laughs> no, no, you're right. <laughs> my sister made me watch this crappy horror movie from 88. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, and that informed my personality. I was not scared of the clowns at all. <laughs> Very much so. I had a great time. Um, I, th- I don't know what it says about me uh, as as a 35-year-old adult now, but uh, yeah, 
Uh, Sean, have you seen Good Guns in Space? I've not. I've not seen the. I've not seen the movie that this right. is referring to. But um, I mean, I'm going to now because this looks fucking crazy. Like I've, I'm, I'm thinking like what when he said about you know, when Jeff said about them bringing something back that you could, are not expecting. I'm thinking, what is this? And then I saw the guy. And I'm thinking, is this Back to the Future? Because right, yeah, because the jacket, yeah, yeah. And then and then I'm thinking, you know, it's 80s, definitely 80s. And then then these clowns, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I remember this movie existing, you know, in the like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes era. Um, but like, who brings this back? Good Shepherd bring this back, obviously, because they've managed to get the IP for this for whatever reason. Yeah. I really hope this is like the start of like all of like a gremlins, you know, dead by daylight game. Give me well, a the gremlins, gremlins have just dropped in. Um, they, they have just dropped in multiverses, haven't they? Yeah, they just put Spike in. Yeah. There you go. Bring, so you all, all these all these old horror movies need these kind of games now. This is this is the spark. I'm excited. This this get this was on no one's bingo card for anything ever. <laughs> if you put this on a bingo card, you'd be an idiot. Not to be honest. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you'd be like, you, it's like it would just be like, what an absolutely ridiculous notion that someone's gonna make a game in 2022 about gonna clowns from outer space. I'm I, I very much love horror. This is one that I haven't seen, but I know there is a huge like cult following for Killer Clowns of Outer Space. I've seen the, the VHS like box art of these fucking clowns. When that door opened and these fuckers fucking appeared, my jaw dropped like fully <laughs> for the rest of the trailer because I could not believe this exists. Uh, but yeah, it does look stupid and fun. Yeah. Uh and yeah, I, I'm assuming this is another asymmetrical horror thing, um, which is a great genre, I guess, or, yeah, or at perhaps, least game yeah. type for these types of games. At first, I thought it was, like, is this going to be an Elm Street game? But I know he's in Dead by Daylight. Because mm. uh, yeah, there, there were posters on the walls. It was very 80s. There was a Back to the Future poster in the background, I think, um, or something that looked like him playing the guitar. Uh, yeah, the vibes of this are just like stupid and fun, and it no, it's leaning into that cult. Yeah, I think it's love. Gonna, it's aiming into that Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's kind of mm-hmm. genre. I think um, it kind of looks like it's going to play like the Ghostbusters games that's coming out this year, like that. Okay, how that yeah. plays. like it looks like a bit of a co-op, but you could also play as like the enemy type thing. Yeah, I am cautiously excited about this. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, if you know anything about Chris Scully, and it blew his mind on Twitter, he is overtly excited about this. Oh my god! Of course it did, <laughs> um, because of because you know he does have a a horror his film website, website. Yeah, that was a bit mental, and he reviews <sighs> crazy shit like Kid of Clowns all the time. So um, yeah, he's he going to be super been, hyped for this. He must have been beaming. Look oh out god. for all, all the coverage on VGC <laughs> when it comes out. Because <laughs> yeah. fucking hell, he's going to be all over it. Um, and then we had a look at Scars Above. Um, this was a cool trailer again, CG only, but uh, I kind of got into this. This looks really cool. Just, just to let you know, some of this was gameplay. Yeah, there was some gameplay what? in here. So I need to watch it again. I, I saw this at the Prime Matter showcase thing in Majiggy, and some of that that they showed was was actual gameplay. It's it is a game that looks that pretty. So, damn, um, it's it's Returnal style. Um, production values on this. Um, it looks, it does look that good. Yeah, this this looks all in engine to me. There's a big triangle in the sky. This is the one that I was thinking <laughs> of. Well. This fucker, 
when that silhouette of a triangle hovers over what looks like half of a country <laughs> i was like yeah all right i'm in and then it's like clearly there's some alien vibe in here uh yeah, this is yeah, there's, a this, good, there's a good portion of gameplay in the second half of that. Yeah, trailer, this is up my alley. Although I will say that seeing that it was like a third person shooter at points sort of made me go, eh, but then I did love Returnal. Yeah, well, I, that, it did the opposite to me. I was like, oh, third person shooter. That sounds yeah. great. Um, yeah, this this looks fucking right up my alley. There's there's a there's a really strong narrative in this game as well. Um, from what I saw in the showcase, it's there's quite a lot of exploration around what the aliens are and there's quite a lot of law there so you you kind of work as a scientist and you try to you know uh explore what the aliens do and you, you have like x-rays and you can manipulate the the like holograms of what they look like and their insides right. it's there's there's a ton to this game um the prime matter about to hit paid it with this and the chant um they their their investments are about to pay off so I'm looking forward to that here and that makes me more excited about it yeah it sounds right up my street for sure (laughs) there's that element to it as well because when when they showed the game the the shooter bit i was a bit like oh okay is this just a shooter but hearing you say that there's like an exploration element here too yeah yeah this is this is high on the list as well i just got one word dibs oh fuck me (laughs) can't dibs these things so far ahead i just don't think it's like the rule for dibs is you've got to be looking at the email you can't call shotgun if you're not looking at the car and it has to be coming out within the next couple of months (laughs) yeah this doesn't even have a date exactly uh sorry i just called dibs it's over shit i'm kidding the rules from now on at least (laughs) names in a hat names in a hat y'all can uh can bite fight over it I'll play it on Game Pass when it inevitably appears on there at some point. Um, all right, then, then we had a look at Word Song. I think I'm saying that correctly. Um, from industry vets that made the likes of really buggy Bethesda games and the Outer Worlds. Um, so, yeah, I have no real thoughts on this. Um, what was anybody? This trailer. Oh, I don't know. There's some motion graphics and some concept art. Yeah, I was going to say, barely saw anything of what this actually was. By far the worst trailer of the show, uh, in I my w- opinion. I'll disagree because I'll say at least the vibe of it was cool for me. Like the fact that that sun or eclipse turned into an eye. So it's one minute long. Yeah. 33 seconds are spent um, on some, on some on the words names. as to who yep. made it and <laughs> zooming down onto a sun. That is it. That's half the trailer. The other half is the eye. That's another 10 seconds. And then a monster. And then the name of the thing. There's nothing. There's nothing to go on. But I mean, as there's a sun in a monster. That's all as, we know. As we've established, I'm a sucker for big ominous shapes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big ominous shape if I've ever seen one. Is that an Elder God's eye? If it is, give me it. But this ain't coming out for a long time. <laughs> like, but it's a survival MMO. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> it, do you know what I mean? We just know nothing. It could be Elder Gods <laughs> and then it could me. be like nothing yeah you're right absolutely just terrible there's a pedigree involved but like you said yeah a lot of these games came out i'd be like oh outer worlds was all right you know but who who and and but i like outer worlds it's like that i'll be happy who what did they do in these games right like because this could be like someone who did qa <laughs> they, te- they technically worked on those games, so you can call yeah. yourself an industry veteran if you've worked in QA for ten years. 
we need names of like if, if this we know is the like, quality will be we need names we? <laughs> yeah yeah we did names not names of games but like i don't know key industry people the vibe was cool to me this was not the weakest thing for me kevin from quality oh, assurance is yeah involved. yeah yeah kevin from marketing <laughs> but yeah i thought the vibe was cool big ominous shape is a big a big ominous shape will always get a little let's bit get him a, his own a, podcast a, called big yeah, ominous yeah shape. yeah i'll talk about every trail that's got i don't know like a mysterious triangle <laughs> in it it's yeah. a very odd thing to be always looking out for it's, it's i don't look for it but like i don't know there's something about when I see it, it, man. Like, <laughs> what, is, what is that right like it's impossible why do you exist i'm a big fan of that on 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 the the trailer scale gameplay is good CGI trailer is below that. This trailer is below that for me. Like this, this trailer give me nothing. It, it is, I think, very much a vibe only trailer. Like it's there's... below a teaser. It's not even a teaser. But but the thing is, there's no way that that this game is going to look like this concept art. Oh, absolutely not. No, <laughs> this is storyboard no. artwork at this it, point. This, this is it's a it's a motion comic. And it cost a hundred thousand pounds to show us. I just obviously they have money, and this is obviously you know Mm -hmm. they're obviously going to splash it. This might have been one of those trailers where they invest, they get people excited, and then they try to you know entice investors. Yeah. Uh, Was was there any info on who's publishing this? Let's have a look. No. Wow. Surprised I wasn't focused home to be honest. Something they have been crushing this show. Yeah. Uh. So the, the the developers are called something wicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something it's anything I can say on it. That's a cool name for a studio. It is something solid. wicked this way comes. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, right then, there's nothing to say about word song. So, so we, I even managed it's to get weird five minutes song, out of it. Don't you think? <laughs> I, ma- I managed to extend this conversation. You really did. Is <laughs> I'm it, very it, sorry. Is it weird song? Why? I think it's. I think it's weird song. I think it's weird song. Okay, it's like an old. English spelling of weird. You need that guy who pronounces everything wrong on Vine. Weird song. Weird song. Well, then let's talk about the super exciting Age of Empires 4 DLC. Um, World premiere Age of Ottomans Empires 4. and Malians. Um, I'm Mr. Trebuchet, so I don't know about you guys. Yeah. That was a much more exciting trailer. I want a full explanation about each unit. Yeah. Oh, fuck's sake. Hey, man, that's for someone. I'd forgotten about the trebuchets. <laughs> I thought that stuff was interesting. I didn't play it. There's like, there's like a cannon. Yeah. On, on the um, screenshot, there's like a cannon thing. I want an explanation of that for 15 minutes. Well, probably Do you is. remember when they went to promote Age of Empires Forward and spent 10 minutes talking about how a trebuchet works? I mean, come on. That's it's what we go to the Game Awards for, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you get for... investment, man. It's for somebody. <laughs> I think I think Age of Empires Four won some awards for that. Stuff. You are not defending the trebuchet. I'm defending that they did some nice documentary bits, but not as a promo. No, do it elsewhere. Do it on your YouTube channel. Yeah, not yeah, as yeah, yeah. It was no, in no. the game, like it was I, a thing where in the game you could yeah, just yeah, spend game, hours the, and hours watching yeah. educational videos. In in the game, <laughs> I'm pretty certain there are like actual historical videos on these empires. There, yeah, yeah, stuff absolutely. that's cool. Having as promo was fucking dumb as hell. <laughs> like, this isn't, I don't know, fucking Mythbusters or something, right? Like, show the game. Hell yeah. Damn right. Damn right. But still. Um, yeah, if you're into Age of Empires 4, Ottomans and Malians is coming very soon and looks very Age of Empires 4 y. So, feel your boots. 
and of course coming to PC Game Pass and no extra cost. All right. Um, and then we have a little Gotham Knights, which is now coming out earlier, which doesn't happen very often. We've got a nearer, a kind of more earlier tr- uh, release date, October 21st. Um, this was a good trailer for this, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, that is consensus for the first I, time, possibly. I also agree. Podcast. Yeah. Does it make it a day one? No. no. Fuck no. But <laughs> yes. I think I'm still I'm still yeah, I'm still here for this one with Sean. Yeah. It it raised the bar that was already a little bit low for me, personally. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Absolutely but, agree. The reveal of the villains, some of their designs look really cool. Mr. Breeze looks awesome. Yeah, amazing. They made even um, Clayface. Look they got Clayface cool. in there. Yeah, Clayface looked cool. Yeah, I don't know I who's think, doing the I voice it, of Harley, but it seems a bit odd. But yeah. it made the story it. and the lore look more interesting than it has even ever since the very first one. I think like the first trailer told you it was like the the owls and and such. It's cool. It's so, Court of Owls. Court of owls yeah, yeah, Court of Owls. So we knew it was that, but that trailer had all of that information. And then all we've got since for like months and months and months is Red Hood does these cool moves, man. Yeah, And it's like, well, I don't care about that stuff. And then this one's come out and it's like, yeah, there's a story in here again. And they've come out because Batman's dead and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be cool. Do you know what I mean? Like this one gave me that vibe again. I, I, I think they've heard that people aren't interested in all this other shit they've been showing. Like, the games looked pretty rough for a long time. I think they've cancelled the previous-gen versions, too. Um, but this visually looks worse than Arkham Knight, which came out in 2015, uh, personally. But this I'm is... I'm very bothered hard. about the... Yeah, I'm not very bothered about the I'm graphical not, I'm level not, of it at all. I'm not, like, bothered by it, but, like, it's a Batman game. I'm going to compare it to that, right? Um, or it's a Bat Family game. I was bummed when I didn't like how this looked because the Court of Owls stuff is some of my favorite Batman stuff. Um, this trailer made me hopeful for it. It hadn't be, it had fallen off my radar every time it showed up. I was like, ugh, just doesn't look very good. Why are they doing a loot-based thing? And I think that's, I think that's still going to be in it. But is it not... set in the Arkhamverse? I don't think it is. I think they've come right. out and said it isn't, but given how Arkham Knight ends, why isn't it? It comes across as a Gotham that's been well lived in with the villains, though. Like mm-hmm. they're not just uh, they've not like they've just turned up. They look like they're very seasoned in their super villainry. Super villainry is the word I'm making. Yeah, up. yeah. This is a this is a pre-established. Was that about Gotham. soup? Because <laughs> Batman's dead. Jim Gordon's dead. Yep. Mm. You know and all of the and villainry. <laughs> all of the main players aren't in this, as effectively. Yeah, it looks like there's no Joker. This seems very Harley focused. This yeah, trailer. which is why I wondered if it was if if it carried on from Arkham Knight, but maybe no, not. It doesn't. It definitely yeah. doesn't. Uh, the, it's, a, it, it's an original story, um, but I think the idea is to give the villains for these individual characters their own times to shine. You know, each each one of these characters has had their own comics and their own villains that weren't Batman central. So obviously they're using some of the Batman villains to get those over, um, but obviously that they weren't. You know, the Court of Owls isn't isn't necessarily a Batman centric thing. It could be whatever set of characters they wanted to do. Okay, I'm very fucking hyped for this now. It makes me think that Batman will appear at some point near the end of the game or something. He's not really dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's if they if they are basically spinning out two different series one the Arkhamverse and one the Gotham Knights series 
then that would make sense to bring in Batman and, you know, and have a, or, you know, spin it out and have other superhero, other sidekicks come in from, you know, have Superboy or, you know, Red Arrow or whatever um, to come in yeah. from, from other series, you know, the other sidekicks. Because, you know, the sidekicks deserve, you know, this this is the sidekick game, isn't it? You know, so it definitely is. <laughs> it's, you know, there's, there's a, there's a potential to have like an extended, how do you put Superboy in a game? If we're going to have the Superman game debate again, I guess. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's why people can't, people can't, you know, get down the good idea of a good Superman game because they're just, it's like, well, yeah. what do you do with a, with, with an all powerful being? You know, it's, it's something that's going to stick for a while. But yeah, I guess that's why we've got all the, the, the B tier Batman buddies for this one. <laughs> You know, whenever they, whenever they want to make it that Superman doesn't have everything going on, do they just throw some kryptonite at him? I don't understand why you can't just throw some kryptonite at him at the beginning, and he slowly takes off his kryptonite things, and you slowly get your powers. And it seems it could be quite doable. There's, there's some, why there's is it so some, much of a problem? There's been some amazing stories where Batman's, you know, Superman's been been hampered by something. Um, I just don't ever think that's like gametic, and in, in a way. You know, there was a story where you know Batman Superman was tricked into breaking down a wall which contained kryptonite and it basically drained his power. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then you know, but it's just at least we got the bat guys, you know. It's just all a bit meh. Yay, suppose. the bat guys. Can we have Metropolis Knights next? That'd be fun. We've got Metropolis in Kill the Justice League. You're yeah, right. That's that's a spin-off from mm. Arkhamverse, isn't it? So mm-hmm. yeah. But it is Metropolis. Yeah. Another game I can't get excited about. <laughs> Why can't I get excited about that game? That's killing the Justice League, for God's sake. I should be hyped. It's going to be awesome. Depression and anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> Keep taking the medication, Ross. We'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it got real. Oh, man. Um, all right, then let's talk about where wins meet, shall we? Shall we? Um, this was probably my favourite trailer of the whole show. Agreed. Um, just visually, it looked absolutely stunning um there is no coming soon no release date this thing feels like a way off but um it looks damn pretty uh tom woods you want to kick us off yeah uh yeah same same as you this is my favorite thing in the show like by quite a bit uh after beating sword and fairy uh earlier this year it's that's my second favorite game of the year so far still uh, and that got me pumped for more like wuxia um, games, and this is wuxia as hell. What's uh, your game of the year? Uh, L- it's, it's Elden Ring. Okay. <laughs> Currently, it's Elden Ring. Um, God, it's so mainstream, man. It's, oh my God. It's, it's gonna be hard to dethrone, man. Um, Did you not but... just see the trailer for Goat Simulator Three? Come on, man. Mm, we'll see. Um, <laughs> no, where the winds meet looks great. As soon as I saw him running across water and leaping through the skies, I was like, yeah, this is like everything I want this to be. It's an open world thing. And I'm a bit off on open world games in general now. It's very hard for me to get excited about them. But IGN did a little, not a preview, but they expanded a little bit more about what you can do in this. And they've said that there's going to be multiple play styles. So you can do like sword focus. You can do Tai Chi. Um, I think there's magic elements to it too. Um, it isn't just as cut and dry as sort of run about with a sword and a bow, mm. which is which also interests me. Getting that sort of fantasy element of Lucia yeah. uh, in there 
very I, I, I saw someone tweet um where winds meet looks like a superhero version of ghost of tsushima yep and i thought that's a really cool way to describe i mean it, actually. it's it's china so <laughs> it's it's not japan but the, I said it looks like yeah, it. I, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. But the vibe, the, <laughs> but the vibe is there, right? Um, this looks great. Its aesthetics were very good. As soon as those like giant swords of stone came out of the sky, as well towards the end, it just it ticked yeah, a lot of boxes. Very yeah. excited for whenever this comes out. Uh, Josh, any thoughts on where winds meet? It's hard to say actually. Where winds meet. Yeah, I'm very interested in it. And um, yeah, IGN have got an article talking about uh, it more in depth, as Thomas said. Um, and it's saying stuff like, other than becoming a doctor, players can choose other occupations. So there's like a vast thing that they're going for in like an RPG style. Uh, it sounds like it's multiplayer as well, possibly. I was just trying to Google around for uh, the developer, Everstone, Stu- Everstone Studios, and I honestly cannot find a single thing about them um but uh it, it kind of reminded me of like what that uh wukong black myth kind of game is that's like a china studio with a chinese themed game as well so i'm wondering if it's another studio coming out of china kind of touching on the mythological of we're the seeing, country we're seeing a lot of these at the moment there's that faith of Danshan one as well mm-hmm. and i'm sure between sean and i we could find about like three others that we've had information through about and they are just clearly exactly like you said brand new or uh, you know chinese studios that have been able to make triple a looking stuff with unreal engine four or five and it just looks like okay this looks amazing but it's actually like a brand new studio with no experience in most cases and they pretty janky um i'm glad sword and fairy was good but it looked janky and these i i i want them to be good i really really kind of hopeful each time I see them and like all oh, this great Chinese mythology and you kind of, you know, yes, 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 this looks great. And I think they look at the same time, like really ropey, like they could be really ropey because it's just untested. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, um, it's coming from very untested waters. Um, let's hope they're good. The, at the, on the, on the other end of the scale, you've got the one that I reviewed, which I can't remember the name of, but it was like the seventh version of this game. That, and it's like a Chinese studio that's been around for like 30 years and has still still making crap even now. And it's like, well, what have you been doing all this time? I don't learn any lessons at all. Um, so it, they're, they're, it's a strange place to be getting all these suddenly like really AAA looking stuff from. Yeah, all the trailers make, it, make the games look phenomenal as well. And maybe they are just good at that pulling together a trailer that can entice you into a game that might be lackluster but i am overall hopeful because it looked so cool yeah uh, yeah sword and fairy was janky as hell yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but i'm glad it was enjoyable but it, it had, it had like a really <laughs> excellent story but yeah it was janky cool. as hell but it's very good i'd recommend it <laughs> so this is it. I, th- I think the one you mentioned black myth wukong that's the one that looks the strongest out of all of these offerings but We'll have to see when they come out, because who knows? I think I think it's important to remember that a lot of a lot of the really experienced studios in China and some of the other Eastern countries they don't publish games in the West at all. They just publish in China, and this you know this has the hallmarks of somebody who has experience because the combat looked you know pretty well put together. Obviously, we're not going to know until we get a hands on, but you know there are there are experienced studios out there that. 
I do. I'm agree. just saying as like an overall. But let's yeah, hope yeah. this one is as exactly as you say. I, I'm I'm hoping that you know I I, I don't. It, it looks like it's one of these games that's been put together well, um, that you know we just don't get to see. You know they're, they're on a social media we can't access, published to to people who were only only allowed to buy games from China. So. And um, and yet sold a billion copies, and we didn't know it even existed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's just you know, you, you look at Natties and Tencent and the amount of money that they are making or were making until giant, the, you know, the government said fuck off. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, there is a you know, there's there's definite potential here. Um, you know, it's a great trailer, absolutely great trailer. Um, and until I'm 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 hoping that this is from the veteran developers and this this is their like you know, this is their weird weird song you know all of their great developers from great one studio has teamed up to make this one game because it does look very exciting fingers crossed yeah that's great i will um, say there so is there is an extended trailer is that the one that's in the article um there's there's an extended five minute trailer for it um over on ign's youtube page no i uh, have a three minute three and a half minute trailer yeah this one's five minutes 30 so Oh, well, good for IGN. <laughs> yeah, they got the co- coverage. It's an extended gameplay reveal. So nice. I'll uh, give that a look later. <laughs> good deal. Um, and then we got an announcement that Hideo Kojima is doing a podcast with Jeff Keighley, um, which made me cry. Um, and then we had a look at a, par- a park beyond. We've seen this before, right? I remember seeing this before. Yeah, this got yeah. announced, I think, at last year's something or other. Something, it got announced, I think, last year. But yeah. it was purely a CG trailer. There was no, I think, in-game footage. Mm. This kind of stuff is my jam. I love stuff like this. Um, yeah. I love theme parks and stuff like that. So like theme park, theme hospital, all that sort of shit. So this is um, right up my alley. Looking forward to a park. Yeah, games. it looks... Is this from the same people that did um, Rollercoaster Tycoon? I don't what? think it is. I don't think so, no. What was the one that you reviewed? Planet Coaster. Planet Coaster. Is yeah, it it's not. No, that? it's not them. No, it's different. Oh, okay. It looks. It's got the same vibe. Oh, like, totally. <laughs> like even the character models were like. I was like, the the, the voice actor as well sounded <laughs> like the the guide through the tutorial for Planet Coaster sounds exactly like the, the main guy from Australia. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah, looking forward to this. Um. Anyone else into their theme park simulators? Yeah. Yeah. They're always a good time. Uh, and this looks like one that really lets you go sort of over the top with your rides. Yeah. Less park park or planet coaster is a lot more focused on building like buildings. You can there's like a full suite of creation tools in that game where you can fully yeah. make a building and then replicate it. This looks more like it's gonna be, I guess, module based and you come up with wacky, impossible coasters. Like there was one where they shoot them off of the tracks onto another set of tracks. Uh, yeah, it looks over the top and probably like it's gonna have a lot of fun. It's like Willy Won- it's like Willy Wonka's uh, theme park, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's something the vibe about, I get. Something about designing roller coasters is really appealing. And um, n- now that I can play it on a PC, um, it's gonna be even better. I think it is. Because... Planet Coaster was quite a sim focused one, where yeah. the roller coasters had to be kind of realistic for enjoyment. And this one looks like maybe you could have a bit more fun with it. Like it's a bit looser in its kind of execution of the roller coasters that you build and you can have more fun building ridiculous loops and stuff like that. Yeah. 
uh, all in for this. And this is coming out next year on Xbox, PS5, and PC. Um, next up, we saw the Mini Cooper Aceman concept car reveal. Um, I'm assuming they paid a lot of money to do this. Um, and so that's why it's here. Not very exciting. Um, and then a trailer for a new Warhammer uh, 40k Dark Tide trailer. Uh, I'm going to get to Sean on this. How's this looking? I mean, this this keeps getting better and better for me. Um, I know that you didn't have a good time with this show, but this was fucking so good for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this, this. Um, I mean, I, I'm going to need some... I, I think the last time I was on the podcast, I sat here and begged people to come and play this with me because it is a co-op shooter. Um, and, I am, you know, it's class-based, so there's four different classes, and it's it looks a lot like a lot of fun. It looks a lot of shooty, a lot of explosions. Um, so, I mean, it's going to game past day one. Um, it's recently got delayed, so it's coming out later in the year. Um, but, you know, if if you guys happen to have an afternoon and you fancy joining me to shoot some orc slash chaos scum in the face, just let me know. I'll, I'll be there, because this looks awesome. Yeah, um, I'm 100% in on this. Yay! Did you say day uh, one game pass? It is day one game pass. Okay, well, yeah, I have no excuses not to really, <laughs> so... Yeah, why not? Yeah, this is this is the 40k version of the Vermintide series, which are great uh horde-esque Left 4 Dead style shooters. But I have no real attachment to the Warhammer Fantasy universe. I don't really have an attachment to 40k. I just think it's cooler. And this looks great. I've been very excited for this. The console versions, I think, are delayed a little bit more than the November release date for PC now. Um, they had to push, I think, the Xbox release a little bit further, but it's they said, I'm pretty sure they said it's soon after, but it's not the same date. It's purely uh, PC on the initial date. So it hit PS, PC Game Pass earlier than Xbox Game Pass? Yes. Okay, that's fine with that. I'll play it on PC. Sean. It's all good. <laughs> we'll do it that way instead. But yeah, nice. This, nice. This, this looks great. <laughs> it keeps looking great. And the fact that there's like full customization in this one as well. Very excited for. I always love like a good character customization thing. Dibs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I don't know if my PC Take will it. run it, to be honest. Thank <laughs> you. It's all good. Um, but yeah, I, th- it, I think we could all complete. That would be great to have a, like a four-player review on. So we just got to convince Joshua, Toby, Miles, Kat, or Greg, or Paul to play too. Someone will play it. I would so play it if it Again, was on PlayStation as well. Free on Game Pass, so why not? Let's do it. If it hits, if it hits PS Premium, then Josh will be there as well. Yeah, it sounds like a Mars game as well. To be fair, so there's um, quite a few um, of us all over it. Be into it. I'm not sure if it has a PlayStation release. Gasp! Insulting. Oh no! Um, I believe I believe it has been announced for, but hasn't got a release date for. Will not be releasing alongside, but it's a timed exclusive. Yet. Ouch. But Yikes. PlayStation are blocking Game Pass games. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fuck that news story. <laughs> uh, all right then, let's uh, get into Blacktail from Focus yet again. Um, this is the witch game where you play as a pair of twin sisters, I believe, or play as one of them anyway. And you can choose to be a good witch or an evil witch, um, and you can cause all sorts of heck being a witch in this uh, fantasy-esque world that looks very much like a dark version of Alice in Wonderland. Um, it looks pretty cool, actually, to be fair. Um, I'm not uh, not against this whatsoever. You can uh, It's coming out this year. 
It's uh, coming to PS5, Xbox, and PC. Um, how are we feeling about Blacktail, gentlemen? Uh, this didn't look like it would be my bag, but the more I paid attention to it, I actually started really liking what they had to offer. Mm. Uh, the kind of the focus on the bow more so than kind of having a weapon wheel and then having witchcraft as like your secondary thing that you could do th- things with. And like you said, the, the choice of being good or evil. Um, yeah, it kind of maybe think fable vibes, but with more of a, a modern spin on it. I agree with that. I think it's when I first saw the trailer, I was expecting it to be some kind of survival sim. Like I was expecting it to be just another yeah. um, collect collect stuff, build things, craft whatever. And then the longer the trailer went on, I was like, "Wait, they've not showed me building a crafting table yet. What's going on?" <laughs> and and then suddenly started to shoot up in my estimation. And by the end of the trailer, I was like, "On board. I'm very happy about that. That looks very cool. Like a fantasy." like narrative Skyrim clunkiness with witches. I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm all in for this. It looks looks really fun. I'm curious about it. I'm curious about what these little pixel art animals are in the logo. Like that's for a reason, right? Um I'm I'm not sure what that's about, but I'm assuming that's there for a reason. I imagine it's different powers. Or yeah, it looked, maybe. It looked like you had uh, different arrowheads as well um, during the trailer. So I'm assuming that's instead of weapon variety, you get different functions of different arrows. This looked neat. Uh, I very much like the aesthetic. I'm pretty sure they mentioned Baba Yaga during it as well, which is an interesting, like, mythical. To me, when someone, thing. when they mention Baba Yaga, it's like, we've done minimal witch research. This, Do you know what I mean? This, I mean, this is true. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very on the nose, but I don't think we see Baba Yaga in many games. We, we've, we've read, well, apart from Tomb Raider and like, you know, a few other ones. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Tomb Raider. Um, the, it's like you've read the one, one page of Wikipedia about witches. It does also have to appeal to people, though. So, and that's going to be, oh, the, I, I guess that's going to be the one people know right away. But yeah, more interesting law would be cool. But visually, it looks very interesting. It's got a, an aesthetic, these masks. I'm not trying to shit on this game. It looks cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. How, how many other witches have houses that have legs? Well, this is it, you know. I mean, yeah, how- Baba Yaga's come, she, she's fucking, you know, she's buffed as it is. Howl's Hal, <laughs> a wizard with a house with legs. <laughs> Didn't the but, witch yeah. in God of War have a moving house? Or the tortoise, yeah. yeah. The tortoise, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we, there we go. We've been <laughs> in all of your logic. Ab- absolutely didn't expect an answer. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a look at Phantom Hellcat, which is due on all the systems. Um, you can wish this it now on Steam. Uh, I didn't get a whole lot from the trailer, but it looked pretty colourful. Um, any thoughts on Phantom Hellcat? Yeah, cool. It looked cool. This is a, this is one that I forgot was there. Yeah, it kind of disappeared, didn't it? In the uh, it's a the little ether. bit of combat, a little bit of two D platforming. Looked, yeah, we got you know, gameplay. Yeah, yeah, it's the kind of thing that you know we're more more likely to get a code for than, than the rest of this stuff. This is true, um, but um, yeah, I'd play it. I'd, it. It's not something that I'm going to remember, you know, in in days to come. But when it comes up and it's like, oh, Phantom Milk has been released, and I'll watch the trailer again and go, oh yeah, that looks cool. I'll throw it in the code tracker. Got it's a very, very nice Phantom Hellcat, all systems, many one. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> bit like generic in a way and a little bit forgettable, but 
it probably it probably plays well in the end. Mm-hmm. I think like what you said earlier, Toby, on the, uh, about I can't remember which game it was, but that we've got like Still Rising and other games like that. They're all following this sort of yeah. similar formula, and I think yeah, this Phantom of the Opera thing mm. with this one feels very steampunky as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got a trailer for Crossfire X's DLC Babylon, uh, which is coming soon. Moving on. I believe. Um, <laughs> August 23rd. So that's available today. So go and check it out. Um, no one plays Crossfire X here, I believe. Didn't that get like fucking absolutely shit on? Yes, I don't yes know. Did. Mm. Apparently the campaign yeah. was okay. Multiplayer was dog shit. Oh, that's a shame. Remember when Xbox was so excited to bring this to the West? Oh my god, man! I totally forgot. This was like a couple of years of build-up, right? When Phil Spencer was like, "We're bringing this game to the West for the first time ever, Crossfire really? X," <laughs> and then everyone was like, "Yeah, but it's shit, mate." And if you listen carefully, you could hear 60, 60 million PlayStation owners crying. Oh no, <laughs> Crossfire X! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Heart ensued. If you're playing Crossfire X as DLC to get down, enjoy. Um, and then we had a game from four people that live in Germany called Dorf Romatic, um, which is all about biomes and building worlds and all that fun stuff uh, coming to Nintendo Switch, uh, which is uh, pretty cool. Nice to see it's uh, spreading spreading out a little bit, coming in September 29th to the Nintendo eShop. Didn't get people good. excited. Didn't get people mm, excited. Look, it looks it's lovely. It, it's very good. I played it on PC. Oh, you've played it? Yeah, it's a, a solid eight out of ten town killer. Okay, you basically build up town. You have to match the hexagons on the ground to build up a town. Is is it a puzzle game or is it just sort of one of those like cozy little build a little town thing? I mean, it's it's kind the of the vibe so, was kind of odd. like I couldn't really tell if it was a like a sim or a. So you you get given hexagons that you've got to place next to the hexagons that are already placed. Mm-hmm. And you kind of build up your town like that. So you, and and some things have to go next to other things. So it's basically kind of like you get given something and then you've got to find where it goes. It's, um, it's got like puzzle elements, I guess, there. Not like, not like I wouldn't even call it puzzle. I would call it like um jigsaw. Right. I guess jigsaw is a puzzle. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know, it's it's like it's not it's not really gonna be taxing your brain. Yeah. And it is a very zen experience. So um like I I, I Sunk a couple of hours into it and it was very pleasant. Yeah, it looks very up my alley, but I don't I never use my Switch and I very rarely play stuff on my PC anymore. But this looks like someone I could very easily run. So Get yeah, it. looks looks lovely. All right. Um, and then we got something very different, which was um a new trailer for the Outlast trial, something that we've been waiting to see for a long, long time indeed. Um again, this has put this very firmly in there. I'm never gonna play this camp, but I have no doubt it's going to find an audience um, out there somewhere. This trailer was, well, it was absolutely batshit crazy. Um, is anyone excited for the Atlas Trials? Finally getting to see a bit of content from it? I wasn't overall, but after seeing the trailer, it looks like the most gruesome and horrifying version of Outlast yet. Um, yeah. And it looked very much like a Saw sort of inspired game. Um, it also looked like you're a bit more of an active player. I like, don't know if you've played them, Ross, because you're kind of saying that you won't ever touch this, but um, you oh, kind no, of I'm, I'm far too, far too scared to play this game. Despite the, the uh, on, 
outside of the horror elements, it's more of just like a walking simulator. Like you don't really do too much in the game. This shows that it's a bit more of an active participant in the game that you're doing things that will carry on the story. So we'll see. It's it's a multiplayer thing, I'm pretty sure, isn't it? Yes. It's it's co-op. Um, I, I, I thought it was like an escape room type thing um, when when it was first announced, like making it a multiplayer thing. And we haven't seen it for a long time. But yeah, this looks very like Outlast is doing Saw. Um, like be, be a, I guess, stage. And there's going to be some sort of thing that chases you. Like there's that, there's a sort of big woman who looked very butchery. I think this, this this looks this is for people that love this shit. I'm not one of those people. I'm I can't play Outlast. I did the first one. I know the second one was sort of divisive, and they've been. I think Red Barrels have been very quiet since. I think this is. I don't think they've done anything in between. Is it as scary as Alien Isolation in VR? No, nothing is, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather stare down the barrel of a gun. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> that's real terror but I'll no, just put I, my gun away was, was <laughs> pocket it um but no outlast is outlast one was very scary for a while i think a lot of horror games are very scary for a while same with alien isolation regularly it was very scary for a while and then you get used to it uh co-op always i think light lightens a scary element because obviously you're going to be talking to people so you're going to be making jokes i think to deflect from the horror um, this will probably be good. Red Barrels are a good studio, and I know when they were formed, they were made of a pedigree. I don't know how much of that remains. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be successful. I think it's going to be popular on Twitch and yeah, oh, for the, sure, the, the YouTube's. I'd be surprised if there wasn't some sort of Twitch integration. I know, I know that's a like an underutilized feature for horror stuff, but I think it's one that would definitely fit in here. Yeah, um, with the with the like, I think testing. Uh, thing they're doing like the vibe of it yeah well the um the trailer was for a closed beta so uh, if you do want to get involved um you can volunteer at uh red barrels game.com red barrels game.com um uh, between october 28th and november 1st if you do want to check out the outlast trials um looks fucking crazy so uh, if you're into that sort of shit go for it um and then we got a trailer for the finals um a play test for a new shooter which is set inside a game show which looks rad as hell um it the trailer didn't it was all gameplay but it was just it was so quick i really couldn't catch anything um but it's from embark and nexon and they're they're, they're both pretty sweet so uh, yeah this is a playtest trailer go to where is it reachthefinals.com um to sign up for the beta um but it's absolutely radical go to finger guns to check out the trailer if you want to um anyone going to sign up to the finals Sure, why not? Yeah, man, I want to play this. It looks like um, what was that shooter that came out? Um, that free to play one that was like really cool and then just died of death really quickly. Lawbreakers. Uh, no, no, that, the Lawbreakers was... wasn't free to play. Hyperspace. No. Rocket Arena. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, okay. <laughs> there's been a lot. this down a bit, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, it was. Well, how many shooters have died recently? Was it the <laughs> Ubisoft one? No, That's what I mean, it's, hyperscape it's, or whatever it was. Hi, not hyperscape, no. Um, scrape, <laughs> hyperscape. I, 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 it was like you, you multiplayer shooter, third person. If you wanted it to be um, two teams, each one was a hero. We played it a lot on Twitch. Rogue Company. Yes. Oh, Rogue Company. Uh, yeah. 
one that hasn't died yet. I thought it was dead. Oh, it's oh, doing oh. okay. It's this, you know, it's still updating. I I must have trusted hmm. someone on Twitter who said it was a dead game. There's only uh, fifty thousand players online. Well, <laughs> according to Twitter, Fortnite's a dead game. So you know, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> oh, Twitter. Anyway. Um, yeah, it just gave me their vibes, um, and I liked that game a lot. I think we played that, you know, probably more than we've ever played a game together ever, apart from maybe Destiny One. Yeah, we played um, a lot of Destiny One. Um, so yeah, I mean, I- I'm up for signing up if you are. We can, we- we'll actually play together. Yeah, we will, and we'll get to the finals. Damn it! Yeah. We'll show them all how it's done. Yeah, and finally, we got there in the end. Um, we had a gameplay trailer for Dead Island 2. Um, of course, this was teased. We talked about it on our main podcast this week uh, about the Amazon leak. Um, we suspected we'd see it at the game uh, Gamescom, man. There it was right at the very end. Called it. Um, we certainly did. This looks... F- I'm just saying, this looks fucking rad. It really, really does. It's um, got an I, identity. We weren't hyped, were we? At the we weekend, really, we were no, like, Dead I'm- Island 2. It was like, yeah, all right. It was because we only saw screenshots, right? Like, like mm. we've been saying, I think a lot of this thing, when they showed that CG trailer, I thought that was all we were going to get. And I genuinely think that might have been all we were going to get until the Amazon leak happened. Honestly, I, f- I think they were like, mm. oh shit, the reveal's been spoiled. Let's give them something. Because the game's out in February, so they're going to have stuff to show. Uh, Kat's going to be so disappointed that Spyro wasn't here. Spyro wasn't here. No. We, we called that too, but it didn't happen. Um, but yeah, this looks great. It's got identity. It looks fun. Um, you said earlier about Dying Light 2 and the DLC looking like it changes the tone. Mm. The reason I haven't picked up Dying Light 2, even though I was initially excited for it, is because it just looks sort of bland. Um, like it looks very one note, I guess. This looks like it's filled with charm and character and is doing like it's letting you have fun. They mentioned um, it's like a melee sandbox. Yeah, which that ticks boxes for me. I very much like the original Dead Island, even though it was janky. Uh, I did notice halfway through this trailer, uh, who do you voodoo himself, Sam B from original Dead Island, is in this game. I was, oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah, uh, he's at 53 seconds in, he's wearing his big gold bee necklace. That's um, awesome. Which is nice. That I'm. I'm. I'm wondering how it ties in. I don't remember how Dead Island ends, and I don't know how long after this takes place. How long has this infection been going on? They mentioned melee is the focus, so I'm assuming ammo is a luxury, right? Mm. I mentioned in the other podcast that guns were probably going to be everywhere, given it's now in America. Um, but you know. Evidently not. Evidently not. They've that was just a stereotype f- that you peddled. Yeah. yeah, I peddled the stereotype. How <laughs> dare I? W- would we ever? Joking. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, ammo seems like a luxury. They meant they said they used the word melee quite a lot. They said guns were there too for fun. Um, but like he picked up a gun and the butt of it was wrapped in barbed wire. I'm pretty sure. Like. Mm. It, it just looks like a lot of fun. And it also looks visually really, really pretty. There were some really impressive facial animations in it. Yeah, some nice dialogue too. Yeah. my so my well written and well performed. My bar for this was so low because it's been eight years and it's been through three studios, like Sean mentioned earlier. Uh, this looks great. Like this, this, this is up there. This is top three for me from this show. Yeah, 
and it was a good CGI way. trailer as well. It really was. I uh, love the um, I love the guy just casually walking, waving to his mate as they're fighting zombies. Mm-hmm. Like, hey man, your Wednesdays, eh? I mean, what about it? And uh, yeah, that was another that thing. It was great. That was another thing we mentioned in the podcast. The the initial trailer for the first Dead Island was huge, but it did not reflect the tone of that game at all. No. And I think they know that showing this one, even when they showed the original Dead Island Two trailer, which Goat Simulator parodied, um, that had charm and had some like humor to it. It was clearly going for the right tone. Everything about this just looks great. Uh, I was, I was, we, we again. It was another thing we mentioned the, in the previous podcast. Dying Light kind of did Dead Island better. This looks like it's reversing it again. It looks like it's not necessarily competing because yes, there's zombie games. Yes, there are open world games, blah, 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 blah. Um, Dying Light is, is the serious tone one with the parkour focus, I think. And this looks like the sort of fun co-op. Uh, I'm assuming it's co-op. The first game was. I don't know if they've mentioned it, but this looks like the more... Um, you know, I'd imagine so. I'd imagine yeah. there's co-op in this. They've said there's six like characters to pick from so i'm assuming that's that's part of it um yeah it just looks like a lot of fun i'm really really surprised by it and i'm very glad that it looks as good as it did because this could have like fallen so flat this should have fallen so flat yeah and it it could have been could have been june looking forever but yeah the reaction to it has been really positive as far as i've seen too Mm. um yeah yeah man I can't wait for my review code to come in. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, Tobes, are you excited about this? Please don't be excited about it because it'll just get delayed. <laughs> All right, I'll pretend I wasn't excited about it. Um, I so I had absolutely no expectations of this. Never played Dead Island in the first place. Can't be bothered very much with first-person zombie games, really, at all. I've never really cared much for any of them. Um, but what you were saying about you know early on in in just discussing it just now the dialogue and the story bits the sort of the scenes that had storyline to them looked really well written like it looked better written than almost anything else we saw this evening um and had some like you know someone someone's got some proper dialogue um writers in and some properly good actors in to deliver the lines they're, they're, they're sort of, there's a thing called like mise-en-scene when you, like how you set up your characters and your scene and all that kind of stuff. That looked really cool. It, it looked like it's been well done. And that's before you get to any of the, it's going to be really fun stuff that Tom's talking about. It looks really fun. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm actually far more interested in playing it because it's got a story. Like it's got some kind of like quite in-depth um, amount of characters and story to it. So yeah, yeah looks cool. Grand. way uh, my, definitely my biggest surprise absolutely yeah oh for sure i wasn't expecting this to be good in any in any real capacity but um yeah i'm glad i'm so glad we saw gameplay um, yeah because that really showed off the dialogue and showed off the characters yeah and the overall exactly. tone which is what the tone is, the tone is, is cool like a yeah. like a really off the wall hollywood movie you know like um i can't think of the name of a good movie that, um that would go with it but you know you know i mean it's, it's got like a you know prestige tv sort of vibe it's 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 sure. it's, it's well written it's hbo isn't it rather than it's Tampa. hbo rather than other shit yeah. <laughs> yeah indeed um josh what did you make of uh dead island team yeah i think i'm following the same sentiments as all you guys for the most part um 
I think Tom was kind of comparing it to Dying Light a little bit as well. Uh, that's kind of my only sort of, not concern, uh, I'm just curious, like, what the traversal is going to be like, because if we've played a melee-based combat game like Dying Light, and it's also got pretty stellar traversal mechanics, like, I'm curious, is it just going to be, are you just going to be walking and running and then killing zombies, or is there going to be a couple of interesting elements added into that? Is there going to be cars? Is How big is the map going to be for you to facilitate that sort of traversal sort of thing? So I'm curious about that. But overall, I'm I'm quite surprised about how into this I'm into as well. Mm. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's plenty of hands-on out there uh, from the bigger outlets. Um, so I'm sure we can find out um, about the, the, the kind of uh, the parkour elements, if there are any at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, we discussed Dying Light only because on the podcast at the weekend, we were discussing how Dying Light sort of took the place of Dead Island while it was in development hell. It was even the same developers as Dead Island. Mm. It's Techland. And they kind of went that way and went, well, you know what, screw Dead Island, we'll just focus on this idea instead. And they absolutely nailed Dying Light, you know, it was hugely popular for years because of the constant content that they kept pushing into it. And Dying Light 2 came around, but this is like a whole different tone. Dying Light 2 is so, as I said earlier, it's so monotone and it's so one note and it's so serious. Um, and so for to have something like Dead Island 2 to come around is such a, a breath of fresh air in terms of the genre because it's zombies. It's meant to be, you know, stupid and ridiculous. And so I'm glad that they are going in that direction. Uh, Sean, do you want to wrap this one up? How do you feel about Dead Island 2? I'm pretty much on the same vein. I just, um, my one concern is that I hope that it, manages it feels like from the trailer it, it manages to balance because it feels a little bit like far cry and it feels a little bit like saints row there's a bit of stupidity to it hmm. and i i hope that it manages to to ride that knife edge for its entirety i hope that at halfway through i don't pick up a six foot purple dildo and start swinging it right do you know, do you know what i mean like i hope that sure. the i hope it's more um like funny grim rather than funny haha farts so um and i definitely got that from the trailer I just um there's a, there's a line and um i hope it doesn't cross it but like i said the same as you guys um excited it looks very cool and um um i'm disappointed you managed to call dibs I'm sorry, man. Um, it's, a gen- it's a genuine dibs. We've got the email. We've got an email, and you've yeah. and called dibs. There's there's nothing I can. You've you've followed the dibs rules to the to the word. Yep. I, also I was looking, just. I was reading the email as I said it. <laughs> so, sorry. I also, I also want to just um, compliment Toby on saying the word maison scene. Um, mm. a phrase I've not heard in that was hot like it's, it's very rare that somebody talks about stage production and direction and you know uh, on anything so so thanks Toby <laughs> let alone our feel like a, video game podcast like a highbrow wanker now but bring yeah, okay, in cool. some culture that's who you are in the, that's who you are on the team Toby we know this okay cool you are I the just, highbrow wanker of the I team. I did film studies that's where it's from sorry people <laughs> I, it was, I was just like when you said <laughs> It's it's about stage direct. I was like, it's your fucking, and we know Toby. <laughs> not everyone knows though, John. Did anyone on the podcast not know what Maison Sen? Maybe it's for the listener. Who knows? Well, I didn't know what Maison Sen was until I did film studies, and I've never heard it since. So, Seriously? did we all do film studies? 
I did, yeah. I also did also, film studies. It is the first place I it is the first place I heard it. And there you it go, Sean. I hear we're, it. We're just but, a good audience for but, it. But, but it's not even it's not even a film term. It's to it do is with a film stage. term. I know. Yeah, so Toby, it, what does Toby? What does fridging mean? <laughs> I don't even want to know. Is what that a fridging? Thing? Fridging, <laughs> you know what fridging means fridging is a common trope in a lot of films and books and games and TV shows. Come on, Toby. I, I don't know no what idea. fridging means. I mean, it, it might. I might understand it once you tell me, but not from not just straight off like this. No. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. What don't Google it? these. Don't Google these. Right then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much indeed <laughs> for listening. That is it. That's every single game. Uh, before we go, very, very, very quickly, just one game that comes to your mind. What game wasn't here that you wanted to see? Uh, Sean? Um, Horror of the Orient. <laughs> Fucking hell. Dude, you got to let that go. It's oh never God. good. Every fucking every. I used to write just just as a. I used to write lists after these shows, and for years after that, it was not cancelled and just disappeared. It would be a top of my missing list. Things that didn't appear at Gamescom: Horror of the Orient, twenty twenty one. Agent in there as well. <laughs> Agents. <laughs> Holy shit! That's a, like a blast from the past. <laughs> but they keep oh. renewing the IP. They keep renewing Still, the. Still, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> It's Holy gonna happen. Crap. It's, 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 it's Isn't that just crap. so that no one else can make a game called Horror of the Orient? No, they're definitely not so that they can it. make it. <laughs> definitely making it. Uh Toby. Uh a release date for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Wow. You don't want much, do you? Horror of the Orient, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Uh Tom. At least mine's real. True. Uh I just feel bad for Cat. Yeah, we were we were expecting Toys of Bob, weren't we? we, we were really expecting... were. I really, really did were. expect it given the the old tease they did so soon to this this yeah. event. Really expected well, it. Well, we got the reveal of the reunited. No, not the reunited. Was it reunited already? And Crash Team Racing at the Game Awards. So they uh, might be following that pattern. We'll see. Oh, that's that's like early to tease that when that's not for another four months. Yeah, Toys of Bob are up to something. We want to know yeah. what it is. They 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 might just drop it during the show. Honestly, they maybe they shouldn't have, maybe they don't if want to spend if it's, if it's bloody Wumper League, I'm going to be pissed. Oh yeah, Fucking because that just seems like a low what, bar effort. What is that game? Does anyone actually know? It's is, multi. Is, it's it's a multiplayer um, endless runner or something. Oh god, wouldn't, wouldn't it be great if they filled in so that like the Twitter post where there was a game eighteen was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's just a Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like Warzone two content. Fucking hell. Yeah. Really fitting in with that. The rest of that image. Yeah. Ugh. Um, Josh, one game that you wanted to see that wasn't there. Uh, I'm going to cheat and say two. One that I kind of expected that uh, didn't turn up, Alan Wake 2. Uh, and one that I personally would have loved to have seen is Hyper Light Broker. Oh, good shout. Yeah. Yeah, that has kind of drifted off, hasn't it? What about yeah. you, Ross? Ripped it off. Didn't, uh, didn't Shenmue Sam... 4. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I wanted I wanted some confirmation on Shenmue. <laughs> I know it's, it's Oh it's, my it's, god. At this rate, it probably isn't gonna happen. But I want someone to tell me that Shenmue 4 is a thing. It came off on the pod as well. <laughs> Shenmue 3. Shenmue 3. He could have finished the he could have finished the trilogy. 
But no, he had to keep the ending to Shenmue 3 fucking open-ended, didn't he? Shut the so, fuck up. No, he didn't. I was not. like, you come on, man. They're doing I don't know, though, aren't they? You could uh, watch the show. Uh, it starts at the beginning of Shenmue, though. So I don't no. think oh, okay. Are you serious? Did he actually yeah. leave it on another? Yeah, and I, I don't think Shenmue 3 did all that well. So wasn't, uh... wasn't, one, wasn't the developer, the, the publisher, the like, wanted 101 teasing that they where they they bought the rights to it or something. Yeah, I mean there is there is a publisher out there and there is a possibility but it's whether or not Yuzuzuki 1 can be bothered anymore. Is it, it's not 101 is it? Is, is it one is it 110 Industries? Uh, yeah, sorry, 110 yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm deep thinking Silver, about the game and the publisher at the other. Yeah. Sorry. Deep Deep Silver published 3. Um, it's because I'm I'm like stalking 110 Industries at the moment because yes. of Wanted dead, and all all anyone ever writes underneath every post is what about Shenmue Four? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck yeah. off! Talk about Wanted Dead. Wasn't the whole point of Shenmue Three to wrap that story up? It was, and then he like, didn't, Tom. That was that was what the the whole Kickstarter was about. I assume the popularity oh, of the oh, popularity of that to people. That's weird. The, the popularity of that Kickstarter, True. where where it was full that same evening. Yeah, they fought. They Money. fought. They, oh, yeah. they probably went. You know what? Another trilogy. Let's fucking go, boys. Didn't, and didn't it review poorly too? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Review poorly, sold poorly. It I didn't. actually re- I reviewed it. And didn't give it a score because I was <laughs> I was too emotionally invested in it that I didn't. I couldn't actually crit- critically score it. And. <laughs> Sean was really pissed at me, but mm. I couldn't. I if you go back and read my Shenmue 3 review, there's no score on it. So ridiculous. <laughs> I tried playing the Shenmue one and two thing, but it has not aged well for me. It hasn't aged well at all. I but Shenmue 3 made me cry my eyes out. And he just needs to do a Kickstarter then. Just, or can he not do that because it's owned by someone else now? I don't think he'll do a Kickstarter for Because the Kickstarter was, you know, fully funded, etc. Yeah. Clearly you sell that many he'll, games at least. Come out of the game awards again. Yeah, <laughs> and, man. And be like, hey, it's another one. Guess what? Pay <laughs> <laughs> me, fuckers. You see Jim oh, Ryan okay. walking out on stage and going, We've got an announcement. Shenmue 4 is now on Kickstarter. Oh, no. <laughs> it's on Fig. Uh. <laughs> Pay in three with PayPal for Shenmue 4. <laughs> yeah, free easy installment. Fucking Klarna three installments. You'll, you'll get out. it. You'll get it sometime. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's still plenty to see, I'd imagine, at the Game Awards. So, yay, Jeff Keighley, more shit from you. Bravo, looking very excited. But that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I think we've, I think we've cleared the three-hour mark on this bad boy. Uh, so that's probably time to end it. Uh, thank you all very much, Steve, for listening. Don't forget, if you like us, you can follow us absolutely everywhere. Just go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at FMGRGNS. All of our individual handles are in the description below, except for Mars, of course, who's smarter, not on Twitter. If you really like what we do, why not follow our Patreon for $1 a month? You can keep this podcast live on its various podcast editing services and keep the website nice and shiny. There you go, Sean. Was that in tone for you? God. No, terrible. Try again. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, Jess, come back quickly. We're going to have to take over. Um, but yeah, until thanks for listening. This has been our Gamescom reaction special. My goodness me, what an absolute beast this was. It is goodbye from Joshua Thompson. Goodbye, everyone. It is goodbye from Tom Woods. Goodbye. Goodbye from Toby Anderson. Sayonara. 
and goodbye from the mighty FFG himself, Sean Davies. Doodles. My name's Roscoe. We'll see you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast.